Welcome, Internet, to the PSVG podcast with the Shaq Takeover. As you can see, we've got Rebecca and Garrett here from the Shaq Takeover, from the Shaq, Nintendo Shaq. I can't even think of your name of your show. I'm just so excited <laughs> to be here about Nintendo. Yeah. Yes, I'm hosting as well You're ready? for Elaine because she's out saving the world one acquisition at a time. I'm also joined by Mr. Eat the Hype himself, too. Greetings, Koopalings! There it is. There it is. So, we had a direct today. We did. We did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nintendo in full Ready effect. Ready to talk about kind of good stuff. <laughs> Nothing we are going to talk the gaming about. internet quite like a Nintendo direct. There's just a... Man. Just a, a magical feeling in the air. It's an event. It really it is. is. It brings people together. There's it so does. many memes. Rips families apart. It does. It, <laughs> it really does. I made some threats right. this morning. Some threats that I am not proud of. <laughs> threats. Oh, Luckily, goodness. I don't have to act on any of those threats. Rebecca threats. I'm scared. Like, <laughs> you should be. You. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, we are going to get into that a little bit later. Let's start our show off as we always do with what you're playing. We're going to start with our guests. And of course, ladies first. So, Rebecca, please, what are you playing? Oh, thank you, Devin. I am so deep into Pokemon Legends Arceus. I talked a little bit about my impressions uh, on Nintendo Shack last week, but I am much further in the game now. And I mean, I'm feeling a lot of the way that I was in the beginning of the game. I really enjoy a lot of the mechanics. I really enjoy a lot of the things about this game. I still feel like a lot of things are held back from it, um, but I'm still finding myself getting lost in the world, getting distracted by so many things, having a hard time making progress because I'm getting distracted in all the best ways. I don't think it's a perfect game. I do see lots of problems with it. I won't go on about, uh, about that, but I just in short hope that they do keep leaning into this and that it is a new future for Pokemon and that they implement a lot of the good aspects of what I'm liking in uh, in this game into the future. I don't think they should abandon the concepts that work here. And I think the, the reception has been pretty positive too. So I hope they listen to fans. They listen to fans to try something new. I hope they listen to fans about what they like and decide to stick with it. <laughs> How far are you in now? Like, is it like second I... or third area? I'm about to enter the last area. Okay. So how I've many done areas all are of total? the nobles. There's like there's like five. Okay. Sounds good. So I'm in, I'm this going into the last. I think there's the fifth area and then I think there's some stuff in the like in the in the end game. I heard there's a lot in the credits. post game. Like everyone's like, Oh my gosh. Game. Yeah. Gotta catch all the legendary Pokemon yeah. once again. But I feel very motivated to actually catch them all like gotta catch them all in this cool. one i never really felt yeah, that way like definitely. i have a living pokedex like that i've been adding to over the generations so like i yeah. normally don't i i just like transfer them forward i don't normally take a game and catch them all within the game uh mm -hmm. but this is the first time where i feel like okay like i want to catch a machop even though i have like a machop on all my other old games like i i want to complete the pokedex this time it's it's what i yeah what life. i for sure. What I like about this game, every time I go into a new era, it's a different Pokemon. And I'm like, I need to catch that. It's it's not like, you know, there's it's optional anymore. Cla previous Pokemon games like, eh, I know what's in here. I, I don't care. I'm going to battle it. I'm going to get experience. And this one's like, oh, that's a new pocket area. Let's go there. And there's like three to five different Pokemon. 
And it's super cool. It's very yeah, because that's all about what the progression is like, it, you know, in, in the other games, you didn't have to catch a bunch of stuff to make progress in this game. You do. Mm -hmm. And I kind of like that change of pace. Nice. That actually sounds way more interesting than anything I've ever heard about Pokemon. <laughs> it's I know a few people who are playing this as their first Pokemon game and they're yep. enjoying it. People who liked or were interested in Pokemon as a franchise, but maybe didn't necessarily play any of the RPGs, uh, any of the games or anything like that. And they're enjoying this. I, I feel like it's a little bit more action oriented, which isn't typical yep. for Pokemon. Hmm. Maybe I'll pick it up for my kids because I got them Shining Pearl or whatnot. And they're just like, yeah. eh. They're not really into it, but they love Pokemon. Like they watch the show, they have they the cards. They might take to They're this like a big lot into more. It, so yeah, I, I think they would like this up for them. Yeah. Have you touched it, Donnie? I know you have it. Nope, don't want to. <laughs> watch Jack play it. It looks super boring. Sorry, Rebecca. Really? Every time I see like your name go online when I'm playing on my Switch, I'm like, Jack's playing Pokemon. <laughs> That's it. Yep. 100%. <laughs> I'm glad that he's enjoying it, though. He I'm so it. glad that Justice for Jack, that we got the game for him. We and... got him. Yes. It's funny. Yes. I gave him hell the other day. I was like, you better hurry up. He was like, why? I was like, there's a direct. I got to raise funds. We have pre-order new games. Like, you better hurry. That game time That cart is limited. The trade value on that is a limited window. You better get in while you can, kid. <laughs> Turn in. He hates me. Every time he comes and tries to show it to me, and I'm like, God. I don't know. I've just lost it. I don't know. I don't know if it's a Pokemon thing. I've been trying oh. to think it's a Nintendo thing, but he shows it to me, and I'm just like, it yeah. looks so boring. Yeah, <laughs> if it was well, on the I stream like deck, Pokemon he'd be all has... about it. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon has been largely the same for 25 years. It's kind of like if you've played one, you've played them all. So I don't know why people like us like have kept going back to it every time, like time and time again. It has this hold on us. I don't know why. But this time I feel like it's finally something new. It's a main series game, but it doesn't, it obviously doesn't feel like it's the same game that's been coming out for 25 years. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm happy nice. that people are enjoying it. Donnie, I know why you don't care for how it looks because the draw distance is not good. Yeah, oh, I mean, the, it, a big part of it is not, yeah, it it's not very, very good bad. in that regard. Um, honestly, and it's just the turn based stuff. I think I've just lost all any. Really? Okay. patience for like almost anything turn-based jack is there any other mechanics you do anything else jack show me like how you sneak around you find the pokemon yeah. how you you don't have to battle that much you can throw if you want to or like you just run away yeah. but like it didn't seem like there was anything else is there platforming or there's puzzle solving like what is going on is are you doing anything else like in zelda it's not you just attack. you've got a lot yeah. of stuff yeah. see and that's what that's he, very minimal stuff yeah he's about yeah i mean two thirds of the way through it and he's like yeah this is it so you just kind of just do that and i think i just i don't have any desire to what, just sit there and do that yeah what people equate it to is monster hunter mechanics yeah you're going out into an area and you're just kind of getting all the pokemon that you want and exactly get. and but then, without and then the your accruing experience in that but without scenario. the action challenge of a monster hunter well, the bosses sometimes maybe there's some dodge okay. mechanics behind that. Um, they have certain movesets, so that could be more action heavy. But yeah, it's not like Monster Hunter. Right. You're going to be doing that constantly. Yeah. Yeah. So when he threw the Pokemon, like with this whole thing being 3D, like, like third person, like open world, like I was like, you're going to be battling, you know, like, I don't know, like either you mm -hmm. take control of the Pokemon and you have like a little, you know, like 
Pokémon tournament fight right there. Or like you're the trainer and like in Xenoblade, you do stuff to like buff, buff your Pokémon in battle like in real time, like you're doing mm-hmm. stuff, the like you have agency over it. And it was like, no. You just press the attack button like you used to, but now yeah. it's well, in this perspective mean, versus the old perspective. I'm like, this is the same thing. There are like a little bit of differences with the battling. Like you can literally run away if you want to. Like if it's not your turn and you know you're about to die, you can literally just start running away and like you'll leave the battle. So like there is some mm-hmm. strategy to it with with um there's like the strong style and the agile style now. So there's some different strategy to it. Uh you I don't know. I mean, well, and actually in the turn-based mechanics, it's different. It's not just, I take your turn, you take your turn. There's actually literal like turn order, like a final fantasy game. Um, so some Pokemon may go twice. Um, and then once you buff up certain moves, those moves open up to two different styles, agile and strong style. So agile style will be smaller attack power, more speed. Yeah. And that actually brings in a lot of layers, I think, with the strategy, especially with like Pokemon that are like it's kind of like Monster Hunter stories. Yeah, it pretty much is. Yeah. And And when you're not battling, you can there there are Pokemon that will attack you and try to hurt you. So you can dodge them and and try to throw like, you know, try to distract them with berries or things like that. So there's like strategy type things like that. Yeah, it's been you've done a good job. Smoke bombs. With your sales pitch, Poke fans, but I'm not trying no. to convince you. It's I'm just no trying to help me. you understand. <laughs> Donnie just wants I to do, I still bash feel him over like, the head with the sword or something. Just want to do some stuff, you know? I still feel like the Pokemon company did an awful job at marketing this, and I totally get you're not interested. It's yeah. not for you, but I just want you to understand what it is just so you sure. can be informed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jack gave me the whole lay of the land. I get it. We're going to trade that bad boy in, though. Oh my god! I will buy Jack his own copy for his collection, so that when he is thirty, he will not be sad that his dad traded away his beloved childhood copy of Pokemon Legends. If he's anything like his dad, he'll find another one. Like it's and he'll trade it in for like Donnie is about to sell his PS Five and he'll buy another one in like six months. Like when they make the slim model and it's like better. (laughs) Yeah, it's you don't have to worry about listeners. Anybody out there that wants a PS Five can't find one. Hit me up. Hit me up. We're, we're very different. <laughs> you and Make him an I. offer. <laughs> Goodness. Anything else yeah. you're playing, but Rebecca? Um, no. That you want to talk about? <laughs> no, that's good for me. What about you, Doctor Garrett? The doctor's in. Doctor's in the house. <laughs> um, I've been playing more Legends Arceus. Not too much. Um, I've been actually slightly distracted. Um, with my Switch. Um, but yeah, Legends Arceus is pretty good. Um, I'm not too far into it at all compared to other people. I'm taking my sweet time. I just got done still with the first area. I got my second star. So I'm just doing, I, I'm, you know me, I like to do everything. So when I go through a request or checklist, I'm going through every single one. And so that's what I'm doing. And I'm like eight or nine hours in the game. I'm still not even in like the second area. So that's, that's what I'm doing there. Um, I've been playing, um, a lot on my Xbox, a lot more, um, been playing guardians of the galaxy on it. And let me tell you guys, I'm surprised by that game. Yeah. I'm really digging it. Everybody Um, is. is, I gotta play it one day. It's such a guardians of the galaxy game. Like they did a very good job of like all the characters are, they have like, like each of them have their own personality and they just keep on 
conversing with each other they just nonstop. It's never stop, it's and it's kind of <laughs> crazy. Um, so yeah, I've been playing. I know, I know. I, I guess Delvin has played it right, and I think he's finished it. Haley, yeah, too, yeah. So Kevin, yeah. Josh, like most gotcha. everybody has, yeah, yeah. So of course, there's a lot of other impressions over there too, and yeah, I have the same feelings. It's uh, pretty good. I I am really digging the game where I thought, you know, I had low expectations in the beginning. Um, so yeah, really enjoying that. And then, um, I am, uh, playing a game that I can mention about it next week on Shaq. So there you go. Fun times. Fun times. Very nice. Exactly. Um, I'm going to jump into mine because mine will be a lot faster than Donnie's because Donnie... Like I'm trying to be quick. Like, <laughs> we got a lot. I'm to sure do you tonight. have some notes. I'm sure you have some notes. I don't. I so I finished. Notes. I finished Lost Legacy. Um, still hate the combat. Love the game. Um, story was great. I love the the back and forth between Nadine and Chloe. I love their relationship. Had a lot of fun with that one. Um, one of those games where I just played through the game to get to the cutscene, but really enjoyed the story there. And then I'm also playing Sifu, which I absolutely love. Um, Ooh. This one is like, it's not a roguelite. Like, I've seen a lot of stuff like that about it being like a roguelite game. It's not. This is <laughs> Double Dragon. It's Kung Fu. It is all of the super hard Ninja Gaiden, all of the hard games that were on NES. Mm-hmm. It's basically that, but with a really brand new shiny coat of paint on it. You got so many lives, you got to get from the beginning of the game to the end of the game. And if you lose all your lives anywhere, then it's just game over. Except what they've done is you have progression. So any level that you actually complete, there's a bunch of stuff that you can pick up like on the way through the level that can actually create shortcuts. Because like those games of old, the main objective is to memorize the level, memorize the attack patterns, figure out the best and fastest way to get through the level with taking the least amount of damage or dying the least amount. Um, and so I what you're describing like. sounds like a roguelite to me. Maybe I don't understand what that is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> For me, that's the best game. When I think it's of what? roguelike, I think die and start over, die and start over, and things change. The levels don't change. Nothing about it changes. For to me, that is just an NES game. Oh, I don't you're think it has to change. The game rogue. Yeah, but I think when you die, you start all the way over from the beginning and you keep going. Like your progress can stay. Right. There's progression. Yeah, but you don't you don't just die. You 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 come back alive. So it's like having a having an extra life. So anytime yeah, you Hades die, it's just like a double thing. dragon. You die and you yeah, come it back sounds like Hades. Yeah, that's exactly how. Hades but Hades is, is is but Hades the progression throughout the levels no is a lot different, isn't it? No Doesn't death. change. It's a rogue. Oh, well, again, I ain't <laughs> never played a rogue game. I come that's from okay. the NES era. So that's an NES game to me. So screw okay. all you rogue, your rogue terms, all your new <laughs> shit. No, guys, this is an NES game. This is Double Dragon. It's Kung Fu. All right. I've ninja heard Ninja. Game. I've heard Ninja. It's a double we dragon believe you, Dad. I've heard Ninja. Yeah, game. So I absolutely <laughs> like, love it. I love getting the progression and finding the shortcuts. I've now mastered the first level to where I can get through it without dying. But then I get mm-hmm. to the second level, it's a whole different. Speedrunning is kind of worms. nuts. So it sounds like I heard Returnal. It's really hard. Mm-hmm. See, for me, uh, you're just like a really big gamer. If and he also just Returnal, fights like the narrative all, at all times. Like, it is really hard. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not hard, but it doesn't feel like Returnal to me because if I die in Returnal, I lose progression and I start from the beginning. With this one, like, you have a certain amount of lives and you can reset your counter as you're going through. Yeah, like, it's nice. No, okay. Okay. No you get a, you get a little. Returnal. 
forgiveness. That is nice. A little. I feel like it's like a to lot me, more it's a way more appealing than just completely like Tunic. Like when Tunic did that, I lost. I hadn't even paid any attention to Tunic since I played that demo. I was like, absolutely not. I just turned it off. I just stopped and immediately uninstalled the game. <laughs> I was in love with that Fox for like three years of my life. Aww. So, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's. Dev, can you explain to me the combat a little bit of this game? So the combat, have you ever played Absolver by any chance? <laughs> I've seen it, but I haven't played okay. it though. So the combat, it's, it's kind of like a brawler, but you also have to parry and dodge. And quite honestly, okay. a lot of the times trying to always parry doesn't work. It's better to hold down the block button and actually dodge and move, move out of the way because when they whiff, it leaves them open and you can just attack with combos or whatnot. Got it. You have some moves that you can, you have, you have a lot of moves that you can actually unlock permanently, but you have to build up so much XP and unlock them typically five times. So you have to basically have enough XP to unlock it five times if you want to keep it so that's why you do multiple runs so you can go through the go through the first level go through the second level basically just trying to maybe unlock a move and then you die then you go back to level one or start level two because if you whatever level you start or whatever age you start the level at that's where you can always start at so the first level you always start at age 20. If you make it to the second level, which is the club, and you haven't died, you can start that one also at age 20 or whatever your lowest life, lowest age is when you start it. But the combat, it's 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 free flowing like you you okay. get surrounded, but you're going to want to dodge and move out of the way, throw combos. You can pick up weapons. You can throw weapons. Um, the combat is a lot of fun. It's very satisfying. Feels really good on the dual sense. Like when you hit somebody with the pipe, it feels like feels you it. hit somebody with the pipe. Like, it's really nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Cool. So I'm digging it. Sounds um, interesting. I'll be playing it as soon as we're done recording here, trying to get through that second level. But it, it's a lot of fun. And it's exactly what I was hoping for from the game. It's even it's even more than what I was expecting. So very, very nice. excited with that. Can't wait to when it comes to Game Pass, you know? Uh, uh-huh. I don't know about that one. No. I don't know. Maybe next it's year. Maybe in two Pass. years. God damn it. If they don't bring it everything. to Game Pass, they'll just buy them. There's also that. Yeah, just (laughs) buy slow clap. Call it a day. Acquire all the things. What about you, Donnie? What you playing? I finished my playthrough of River City Girls, so I'm all set for River City Girls Zero. And um, I bought Retro Bowl on the Switch, which comes out soon. If you guys don't know anything about it, you like Tech Mobile, you like football games, you like playing your Switch, definitely give Retro Bowl a look. You can uh, pick up the game for three dollars the pre-order, and it's a sweet game. Yeah, Retro Bowl is a great tech mobile like simulator, like franchise builder, where you play the game, but you also like manage your team and free agents and your coaches and a salary cap and everything like that too. And things happen, you have draft picks, and it's a lot of fun. I've played Retro Bowl on my tablet for three years. I still play it, and uh, I was very wow. excited to see that it comes to Switch. So I think, without a doubt, like be my favorite football game on Switch just the day that it arrives. And for $3, you can't. You can't miss it, so definitely give it a try. Um, without a doubt, I am playing Dying Light 2. That's all I've been playing since it has released. It's all I want to play. Um, I did not get a chance to get in today. I wanted to before the show, um, but it didn't turn out. But um, the last couple of days have been great. I've probably got in three or four hours each day. Um, I don't have notes. I don't have any grand things to say about it yet because um, I just honestly haven't given it that much thought. It's, it's more Dying Light. It's Far Cry with zombies. Um, there's a lot to the game. 
it, it's a lot like there's like some creed there. Um, I definitely get the Far Cry vibes. The Creed stuff, especially with like some of the side stories that you meet in the characters, they're just like really derpy and dumb and have nothing to do with like what's going on and don't even seem like they're a part of the world like they do often in like Creed and sometimes in Far Cry. <laughs> so there are like side missions like that that make me think of that. Um, but it's it's just fantastic. It was a little rough start for me. It took me maybe like two or three hours to really kind of wrap my hands around the, the game, which uh, I think often will happen like with these really big expansive games. You've got a lot of things going on. You've got uh, upgrade trees and skill trees and experience that you gather and you've got, you know, currency and items and crafting and multiple currencies. So a lot of times it takes me a moment to like really understand like, all right, how do I level up? How do I get, to where I want to be to do the things that I want to do. Like where, what's the most um, efficient, you know, path for me to accomplish my goals. I feel like the same thing happened with Zelda and the same thing happened with Horizon. Like with Zelda, with Breath of the Wild, the thing that I always tell people is when I started playing the game, after about, after I got off the plateau and spent like seven hours with the game, I did nothing but do shrines for like 20 hours. Cause I was, I just needed to be stronger. I needed more stamina. I mean, that's exactly like kind of where I started dying light. Once I started to get out there, you start the game so infinitely weak, like, like you're just so <laughs> limited that I was like, well, this isn't going to work. Like I've got to do a little bit better than this. So they have inhibitor stashes that are stashed throughout the city that you can find. I pulled out a guide and I immediately just started checking them off as many as I could because um, you get the inhibitor stashes and that as you progress throughout the night and the day you earn experience and then you get the inhibitor stashes and that lets you do your upgrade tree. So that's where you get to learn drop kicks and you can jump from higher in the buildings and you can be faster and you can have more, more health. So I immediately started just pounding away at that to a point where I felt capable. And then just the past two days, I actually kind of what I would consider like started the story. So, you know, like Haley and Kevin, they all immediately jumped in the story and like went way out in front of me. And meanwhile, I'm just over here just like picking up stuff and um, I'm having I'm going to put this game on God mode and call it a day. <laughs> I, I mean, that's how I always play these types of games, because I just hate feeling so limited. And um, some like so and, and some of them are really hard, like these inhibitor stashes. I, I the other night I spent an hour trying to figure out like how to get I could see it through a crack in the wall. But I couldn't figure out how to get into the room and it was at nighttime. So the zombies are like super aggressive. So I was like walking outside and trying to see if there were windows and stuff. All the meanwhile, zombies are chasing me. So I'm running and I'm hopping off cars and I'm, <laughs> I'm going like in circles and I've got my flashlight on. So everybody's coming. And then I went into the house and I left the house and I went in the house and I left the house only to find out when I finally relented and looked it up, there was like a vent in the corner of the wall that I just completely missed. <laughs> it just saved a bunch of time. So, there's a bunch of those instances in this game, like the Far Cry, um, you know, bunkers, like the shrines, like these puzzles that I've got to figure out. And uh, I, I've said on the show a bunch, that is like my jam. I will get so lost in just trying to figure everything out um, where that becomes the game for me. And I just stop. Like, I don't even care about the story. It's, it's kind of irrelevant. So I've been doing a lot of that. Um, the progression, I think, is slow. You really got to grind before you get to a point. Like I had to grind so much to get a drop kick. Like there is, there, there's a lot of upgrades and everything is 
hidden from it. So in that regard, I, I think I agree with some of the comments that I've heard from reviewers. Reviewers talked about the progression is really slow. Um, I think overall the reviews are, are probably spot on. Um, I haven't really been bothered by the story so far. There are some double crosses and stuff already pretty early on, which is kind of par for the course, kind of what I expected. Um, but overall, like I'm, I, I just love the game. It's the reason I like dying light. The first one, it's the, I love the second one, like the whole infected, like you can only spend so much time in the dark at night without sunlight or without UV light or you, your infection takes over. So you're constantly like managing this resource while you're managing your stamina, while you're managing your inventory, while you manage your weapons, like all of that going on. It's just a, it's a captivating game. This is one of those games that I get enthralled. I just start playing and I lose time. <laughs> like yesterday after dinner, mm -hmm. I just kissed my wife and I was like, I'm going to go play my game now. And I just came and sat downstairs <laughs> and put my headphones on. And then I looked up and it was like one in the morning. And I was like, I've got to, <laughs> I got to put this down now. <laughs> so um, the character you're playing is infected. Yeah. Mm -hmm. huh, I had no idea. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. And it's uh, um, the other thing that kind of goes hand in hand with this game is um, I bought a new PC um, to give everybody an update on the on this from the last show. If you didn't listen last week, I said I was thinking about it. I was looking around. Well, I did it. I did it that night. I got a new <laughs> Alienware 3080. Um, it's already here. But uh, unfortunately, when I got here and I started playing Dying Light, um, the game kept crashing on me, which is interesting because if you go into this form for the game, there is a, a long thread with people with 30, um, 3080 cards or RTX cards where the game's also crashing. So I chalked it up to that. I was like, oh, I just must be in this group of people. I need a patch. So I started playing some other games, also kept crashing. So then oh, I, no. I hit Geek Squad Dev. And I say, Dev, I need you to get on the phone with me. Let's take a look at this. And we start, you know, one by one going through all of the scenarios. And Dev and I both realized that the GPU is just shot and needs to be replaced. So I had to oh, get on man. the I had to get on the phone with Dell. And I had to spend 90 minutes with them doing all the same things Devin and I did, which sucked. I told them when we started the call, I was like, I've already done A, B, C, D, E, F. And they were like, okay, let's start at the beginning. Turn your computer oh, on. No. I was just like, ah! oh, no. <laughs> we uh, did this already. But uh, they, they once we got to the end of that, which the customer service rep was hilarious. He was like, okay, Mr. Donnie, we have reached our conclusion we need to replace your GPU, as you said, when we started this phone call. <laughs> and, uh, so they dispatched it. It's already shipped and arrived. They're just waiting for a technician to pick it up and come out to the house. So they're actually going to come to the house and replace it for me, which is pretty That's sweet. That's very so, nice. Uh, Garrett, I'm playing on our little laptop. Yeah. We both have the Asus Zephyrus the laptop. Could. Yeah, the yeah. little engine that could. It's been extremely impressive. Um on the laptop, I'm running no ray tracing on all high settings. I think maybe I turned a couple things down to medium. Some of the minor things that Digital Foundry wasn't too impressed with. And I'm running usually like 85, 90 FPS. Cutscenes run at 100. Sometimes it dips into the 70s, but it is perfect. It never stops. So I've been doing that on my new 4K monitor. Thank you, Dev. And uh, I've just been... You're I've outputting been... in 4K. No, 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 no. I'm playing 10 Okay. But I have, but okay, Dev okay. helped me pick out <laughs> the a look new... on his face. Yeah, Dev helped me pick out a new 4K monitor, so I'm doing that. Nice. But when I get my card, 
um i'm pretty certain that i'm i'm gonna be able to run this game at 4k 60 like there seems like there's a lot of overhead on that 3080 if i play with the settings uh you're gonna have to turn yeah please we'll turn see. the settings down it won't we'll be see. 4k 60 with the dls does system. a lot for this game we'll DLS. see okay sure dlss yeah, yeah. yes yep. yeah so yeah i'm having a blast uh i will say Techland. um before we leave they are doing a lot of patches Right, like they're they're trying to. They have a big roadmap. They're updating everything daily. Um, I know that Haley and Kevin have both um, encountered some issues. My first day when I started playing was Rocky Two. My first mission, the guy never like he would never walk. He just kind of teleported, like five feet at a time. It was super weird. <laughs> um, but I think I've gotten five patches on Steam already since the game has dropped. Like I'm getting a brand new patch like every day, and um, since the first patch, actually, like day two. I haven't had any issues. <laughs> I'm playing nice. really no issues at all. I, I lost one of my pre-order bonuses. Just was not in my inventory anymore. That's the only thing that I think, I, which I didn't care about anyway. I was like, who cares? So that's it. Nice. Yeah. Nice. It's really nice. With all of that out of the way, Donnie, let's get into the news. I'm going to get into the news. I'm going to pull out this uh, this one again, just because it's so epic. Take it away, Sean. And the way you move on the internet now read that news nice <laughs> i love <laughs> that happened. absolute that's killer amazing. right that's exactly yep, it is john just popped in my screen and woke me up <laughs> oh my blew your mind <laughs> that, that just was happened. so good um speaking of dying light dying light is off to an extremely strong start Launch day had Dying Light 2 with over 270,000 concurrent users on Steam. Five times more than the original game ever did, exceeding Halo Infinite's peak, which had free-to-play multiplayer. That's Uh, impressive. Dying Light's concurrent player peak has reached into Steam's top 25 games all time, sitting just behind Skyrim. PC's popular, man. Massive. Massive launch. That's crazy. Um, so that's the big news story that I've got. Obviously, we are here to discuss one news story in particular, which we're going to. But Dev, you know, things just don't they just don't look right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think we can do this like this. We got to switch it up on them. I think we got to switch it up. Yeah, we got to change what's happening. There we go. Now (laughs) let's talk about today's Nintendo Direct. Now, I have broken this news down into what I very unfairly call the highlights and also was shown. I feel very offended. I was looking so hard for something under your highlights and you put it under also showed in like the the also shown. You're tripping. I'm going to read the also so shown really quick, and then you guys, I will pause, and we can talk about anything from that list that you would like to talk about. Heck yeah, we will. In the, in the, There's a few of them in there, yeah. This is in the... Uh, I, I can't even think of the, what I'm trying to say. Anyway, here we go. Front Mission, <laughs> a tactical RPG remake, is coming this summer with a sequel coming later. Of course I'm getting that, Donnie. Come on now. Ooh, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> no, I don't know what that is either. But I saw a tactical RPG and I'm all about it. Yeah, I so saw I'm that. Like, okay. Uh, in the interest of time was the phrase I was looking for. In the interest of time, this yes. is why we're doing this exercise. Um, oh my god! <laughs> Free to play kart racer <laughs> Disney Speedstorm 
from Game Loft is coming from Pixar Game and Loft. Disney. It's a kart racer. That's all you ever want in life. No, not but that. Game Loft. Not like this, Dev. <laughs> not like that. When I saw this, I said to myself, I said, okay, they're showing us just some kind of stock racer game. There's no Mario Kart 9 in this direct. Oh, interesting. Mm. Oh, okay. Um, they announced, yeah. rightfully so, that a bunch of classics, as they called them, a bunch of old games are coming to Switch. Listen. <laughs> this hurts me. The Force Even. Unleashed arrives April 20th. The Ezio Trilogy arrives February 17th. SD Gundam Battle Alliance comes. Now, before I say the next one, the reason that it's here is because they included it in this segment. Chrono Cross <laughs> is getting a very nice remaster, so it's not. A it's part getting of an amazing remaster. This is right. the one that was rumored right. before during mm -hmm. that leak, the Nvidia leak. We talked about this. We had a whole big thing on Shack about this, and I'm like, this is going to get announced during the Game Awards. It did not. I was a very heartbroken Rebecca, and I thought, well, I guess this was a canceled project or something. But here it is, and it looks beautiful, it and um, it looks like it's a lot of love. It doesn't look like they just kind of put, you know, a little, you know, fresh little cool paint on it and are just kind of sticking it on consoles. Um, it's coming everywhere, by the way. It's not just the Switch. It's coming everywhere on PC. They um, <laughs> are including remastered sound. They are including um, quality of life upgrades that have to do with the battles, uh, skipping... Um, like uh, battle encounters, things like that. Uh, you can play in the original graphics mode or you can play in the updated graphics mode. There's a whole, whole long so list. So it was the original graphics mode what was shown in the trailer because it looked... This was a listen. This game did not. The original did not look like it should have been able to run on the PlayStation One. If you have Man, seen this original game, I was there. It's an impressive there. PS One game. I'm you were alive. I was there when it came out. I don't even care because this game has not come out anywhere else ever since then. This is the first time you can officially play it since the 1999 PlayStation One release. So if you didn't play it yeah. there, I mean, this is your, your have, chance to play it. It's really nice. This yeah. news was so big that one of my coworkers, after I sent him the trailer, he walked down the hall with the game case that he keeps <laughs> on his desk because he loves the game so much and was wow. just like in hysterics. Well, do you know so, what else they're doing with this? They're also including the Radical Dreamers mm -hmm. text-based adventure text -based game, yeah. for the, mm -hmm. the Teleview, which almost nobody has played because it's this whole big obscure, you know, Japanese-only thing. Um this is going to be the first time a lot of people will be experiencing this. It's a side game to Chrono Trigger. Um, so I'm very excited about that part too. They did not have to include that. Everyone forgot about that, but I'm you know, you know, the name of the, this remaster is Chrono Cross Radical Dreamers edition. Yep. There, so which really you know why I, I really think now after this, that they're going to do something Chrono Trigger related because they're tying in the Radical Dreamers part. They better. So I think um, this is Square Enix, right? This yes. is this is yeah yeah that's what I thought. Um, sorry. Um, but there are like three different types of remasters they do, and this is one of them that they do. And this is the same thing as the classic Final Fantasy VII, mm -hmm. like the Final Fantasy VIII. They're putting a fresh coat of paint, and they're putting a little bit like more modes or more quality of life things. It's definitely not like another aspect is like Final Fantasy VII remake. It's not like that, right? It's not well, the that's HD not a remaster. duty. It's well, okay. Sorry, it's what, what's it called again? A 
a remake, this is right? A, this is a remaster. Not but a then remake. there's the HT2D remake as well that they're doing. So they have a lot of different ways of going about their classic franchises now. And I'm I'm really digging it. Yeah, I'm very happy with this. I this was a highlight for me. I played through about maybe I want to say half, maybe not even quite half of this um, emulating it. And I heard the rumors that they might remaster it. So I kind of tapered off of playing it. And I am very excited to finish this game. It's very special to me. Yeah, I hope they up the frame rate. and Maybe I'll pick it up on PlayStation and, and play through it. Sounds good. Yeah. Well, go ahead, Donnie. Okay, go, here we, Donnie, we're good. <laughs> uh, again, the only reason I included this game here is because they included it in that section of the direct. Boy, Ezio and Star Wars looked rough. They did not look good. <laughs> and speaking of not looking go, they showed it. the show. Oh, it looks bad. It looks horrendous. It looked so bad. They it should have not. Good. They should not it's have shown bad. it. It was yeah, hilarious. PlayStation wine game. They 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 yes. had the angels up there talking and you know, like they were dubbed and everything. And Jack was watching with me. They showed gameplay and Jack goes, ew, why does it look like that? <laughs> You're getting it, Jack. You're understanding now. Like, you see? know, I'm not a snob for how games look. It did not look good. Yeah, no, but this looks real <laughs> bad. Rebecca says it doesn't it look good. good. RBI Ooh. puts this like, it looked, oof. I was, it, I was hopeful because NBA is pretty good on switch. I was like, maybe they could pull it off. They did not. They, if that's what it is, they they did not. Oof. But cross cross platform play, you know. Yeah. They should have that's smoothed it out a little bit, given it a more cartoony look, and like I don't know. It, so it then they would have had to actually. They literally scaled it. it. Yeah, crisp. they just scaled like, it. Crispy in the wrong way. Two forty p. They plugged Kingdom Hearts <laughs> Cloud versions again. So I can't you, believe I that. That's out tomorrow. You can get those games. You can buy the. Collection. No one's getting those games. You can get them individually. Absolutely no one. Um, Klonoa one and two comes out July eighth. Okay, Portal <laughs> Companion Collection comes to Switch um, later this year. That's Portal. very nice, actually. Portal's now yeah. on everything. That's a good fit. I love Portal. Yeah. Um, Taito no Satsujin is getting uh, another release, the drum game, and it's I have Zelda music in it. I don't appreciate that my notes are being edited. Like, if you weren't there... <laughs> I can't edit. I was going to edit, Listen, but I can't edit. You weren't there to do the notes, so you don't get to do them now. Okay? I if you want to edit the notes... I was there as you did them. I was there as you did If you want to edit the notes, you edit them when they're being made, not I was afterwards. never given the opportunity. The Cuphead, I didn't know that this is how you were going to do this. The so. Cuphead DLC, uh, they showed again the... That that thing again, and then they show delicious last course. Yes, there you go. Zombie Army Four, Demon Slayer, Lego Brawls, Two Point Camp Campus, and Getsufumudin. <laughs> What's that one? I was trying to write it, but it had such a long title that when they, I was like, I told Jack, I was like, I'm not even going to try to write that down. Like I, I don't even, I don't know what that was. Anyway, moving on. Those were my also shown's. Is there anything anybody would like to say about these before we move on? They've been deleted. Moving on. Get into the <laughs> actual highlights of the show. <laughs> the Nintendo Direct started off with Fire Emblem Warriors. Three Interesting. That is not what I was three hoping for. Three I wasn't three expecting nopes. this at all. Three nopes? Three nopes. Three nopes. Three nopes. Oh, wow. <laughs> Uh, 
I will get this game for sure because I like Fire Emblem and I liked I wanted to really love Fire Emblem Warriors. I've always liked the idea. Um, our Shack crew knows what I thought of Fire Emblem Warriors. I thought it was a fine game. They just just they just completely dropped the ball on the story side, which is what you'd hope for out of a Warriors game. Now, I'm not optimistic because Persona Warriors let me down and Age of Calamity let me down. Like I am not, <laughs> but I will reluctantly buy it and try again. Like I again. will. Why are you trying it again? And then turn it in. Already know it's not for you. But it's but it's three houses though, and I love three it's houses. It's just trade bait. It's just maybe it'll be great. Daddy. Maybe it'll be awesome. Okay, but you don't like warriors. This isn't three That's houses. This is no, not a fire. He loves warriors. No, no. no. That's not true. I love Warriors games. That's that's the wrong. That's where you're wrong. I've played I Dynasty Warriors forever. I've played it through Hyrule Warriors four different times. Oh I love God. Warriors games. I just didn't like Age of Calamity and Persona Warriors. <laughs> Those were particularly let down. Hyrule Wait, did Warriors, you like Fire Emblem Warriors? It's amazing. I I didn't mind. I completely beat Fire Emblem Warriors. It wasn't what I wanted, but I don't think it was awful. It was just kind of filler. It was you know, it was good. Okay. It was this good. is going to be filler too, but I know. It's gonna, I damn it, I yeah. know it, Tim. I <laughs> damn it, Garrett. I know. All right, I know. Um, but I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. Yes. See, thank you, Anime Gaming. Didn't Donnie say he likes Samurai Warriors? That would be me. Nailed it. Does, thank yeah. you. Advance Wars Reboot Camp comes out April eighth. I've already had Yo, this it one looks pre-ordered. Good. It they looks added good. voice really acting. That's right? awesome, it's from the trailer. Actually, they got yeah. voiceover lines now. I'm absolutely the creator mode where you can make your own and then challenge somebody. I think it's it's fine that they delayed this. If that added voice acting yeah. and the creative mode, I think that's great. And online mode too. I think. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I'm right there with you. Get really two good. games. You know, get one and two. Um, I like the style. I've always liked Advance Wars. It does kind of fill in, sort of that Fire Emblem gap that we didn't have. So I was excited. Mm-hmm. Speaking of not looking good, No Man's Sky comes to Switch this summer. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Nobody guessed this. This never crossed my mind that this would ever come to Switch. I'm impressed uh, that it's there, that it's me coming. Too. But no, not like this. Don't, don't play it on this game. Don't, yeah. don't do don't that play it on Switch. Yeah, don't do that. Bad idea. It's on Game Pass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's on Game Pass. Get hyped. Mario Strikers Battle League was announced and Yo. it comes out June 10th. It will feature I can't believe it. a 5v5 competitive gameplay. You'll have items and special moves, gear system that'll affect your stats of your players. You can play up to eight players and you will have online clubs and rankings up to 20 players. BMOX is stoked. That's the online club thing that we wanted Mario Golf to have. That's exactly what yeah. we wanted. That was yeah. I thought when I when I saw that. I'm like, man, this is good. I'm absolutely getting strikers. Strikers is an easy I'm in. So I don't I even genuinely like soccer, so surprised but by this. I, I think it looks a lot it's of fun. Soccer. I think it looks really nice. The art style <laughs> looks really nice. I like the idea of the gear uh you know being with the stats and, and yeah. mm-hmm. uh it makes know, me want an NBA street game so bad. Oh my god. But I might actually pick this up too. Nice. Looks nice. really, really good. I might pick it up too. We got another look at Splatoon three. This time they showed the Salmon Run next wave. Again, it's out this this summer. I thought it looked good. It really good. I like it. it. I'm very good. excited. You but get the, game, the uh, Captain Fish Stick or whatever that you fight. Yeah. <laughs> the Salmon. Right. It looks so weird and bizarre. And I, I mean, love they it. they've definitely 
Salmon Run definitely got a glow up. Like this horde mode looks for real. There's a lot of stuff going on. They showed a lot of stuff in like a really condensed 60 seconds. They showed mm-hmm. like eight bosses and stuff falling from the sky. I was like, right. This is kind of chaotic. They showed so. some new mechanics. You can um, throw eggs to your teammates for safety if, if you want to. Um, yeah, looks good. I Hopefully like we can play it like more than once time. every 18 days or something like that. That'd yeah. be great. Yeah. I was hoping that at the end that they would say, okay, well, here's the look at the new Salmon Run. Now get ready in March, we'll have a Splatoon Direct or something. Like, I don't, I want to know when nice, we're yeah. going to find out more information. I don't, I don't want this to be like, a lot of people are ex- when we're going to find out. Expecting this to drop in June, right? Maybe. And that feels it could like, could be oh, July at this point. I was thinking like it could be even August or September at this point if yeah. they're not giving us more information. But I mean, they always can, they can drop some stuff in March. But I mean, I, I don't know. I just feel like this is a. I feel like Splatoon Three is a really big marquee release for them, and I feel like it should mm-hmm. be getting more information. But maybe, maybe that's just me feeling that way. I'm kind of thinking that maybe it'll be late June, early July. They'll do like a huge thing at E3 about it, and I think we'll get some information leading up to that. At E3. Well, you mean during the like E3, E3 time? time? Like <laughs> when E3 I say E3, time, yeah. I mean like the June direct. <laughs> Jeff Keighley's summer game fest that lasts sure. from February to November or whatever. You hey, know? Can you guys imagine some now. network test or anything like that before yes. then? For sure. Oh, Absolutely. Okay, cool. Absolutely. Maybe June and July. Um, we've got another look at Kirby Forgotten Land, um, which looks amazing, but they wrecked the internet <laughs> when they announced the Kirby has mouthful mode. <laughs> go full on Gawk Gawk 3000 with Kirby apparently <laughs> I just I don't know with this, what are man. they thinking like, they're just trolling it blew my mind <laughs> it's like you could eat a car Kirby. and it's the shape of a car I think they were tr- they're trying to like play off of Mario Odyssey with Cappy and like the ideas there and it's just really funny <laughs> it, I couldn't even Jack said this makes me feel uncomfortable <laughs> it made me feel a little uncomfortable wow. too. Really? And like when I saw it, I thought it was hilarious. So did I. When I when they said it, it I barely even I had to watch the trailer again afterwards because I was just I was like, what did they just say? They called it mouthful mode. Kirby looks really uncomfortable when it's in a shape of like a large skyscraper tower thing. I just like I'm not too sure. As he should. About this. It's, it's so weird. There was one, it was like a hydraulic jack. And I'm like, no, I don't want to do that to Kirby at all. I didn't know until That's reading great, Rebecca's Discord at such lewd minds with Kirby today. Oh, no. What's going on over there, Rebecca? I have not been in there, but I'm not surprised. <laughs> um, in all seriousness, they, they talked about town building, talked about upgrade path for Kirby and Kirby's abilities. I... Uh, have been sticking up for Kirby forever, and I think this game looks incredible. I'm very, very excited. Every time they've shown it, I think it just looks better and better. Like, it's a great 3D platformer. <laughs> Nothing else Don't for Kirby? It. It's just me? Okay. I'll, I'll buy it. For it. The kids. The kids will I'll play it. They love it. Kirby. I nice. Yes. Justice for Kirby. Okay. The next one. Um, Nintendo Switch Sports. This was a huge, like... <laughs> This is a moment for me. I was having a moment. I laughed so hard. I was was having a moment. Uh, After rumors all week long that we were getting a one-two switch sequel, this was a great surprise when I saw I thought this franchise was dead. 
Here comes Wii Sports Switch. I'm never going to call it Switch Sports. It's Wii Sports 3, and it's coming to the Switch. And I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. I can't wait to get it. And, they, like, here's sword fighting, and here's here's there's bowling, and here's volleyball. And I was like, great. Badminton. Can't wait. I can't wait. I'm instant purchase. And they keep going. And I'm like, where's golf? <laughs> like, where <laughs> is golf? And it's not there, and it's not on the cover, and I lost my mind. I was going to destroy them on the show. You have any, I, I was going to like sell my switch. I was furious live on air. Just I was like, you sold. have got, you to were going to throw your switch in the in Delaware, the Delaware river. river. It's like, you've got <laughs> to be kidding me. And then at the very end, they're like, Oh, and by the way, golf is coming this fall. So kind of, kind of say, I want to think that somebody at Nintendo putting together this direct did that specifically as a joke to you. <laughs> It feels that way, right? I've never met anybody who cares about golf the way you do. I think you care about golf more than professional golfers. Let's just mess with them a little bit and like just hold the golf and leave it at the very end. I would say that I'd be hesitant to get it because Wii Sports, like on the Wii U, was weird. They had like that club thing and like the golf was not very good and all that. But I've already pre-ordered this game. Um, the motion controls, <laughs> of course. the motion controls in Mario Golf, are pr- are pretty good compared to like what they used to be. They're very basic, and I really hope that that's not the case for this game. I hope that they let us do some advanced stuff like backspin and stuff that we could do in the Wii Sports. And I feel like they will. So I'm going to go in optimistic on this one. Comes April 29th. If you're a Nintendo Switch Online member, we get to play it next week. You're gonna have a network test on the 19th or something like that. You get to test it out. I think we can jump up there and play bowling or something. So I, and I'm excited to get a, get a try before you buy. But uh, I had a $25 coupon at Best Buy. So I'm in for 35 bucks. We sports. Let's Yo, do it. The end of March throughout April is packed. And I yeah. feel like that's not a time that's usually packed. There's like four mm-hmm. huge games coming out within that span. That never happens. That's because they've been backed up for so long. Like yeah. They've had games to release. April? Like it, if that's April, what does like October, November look like? Well, we can't. You don't even know. Insanity. <laughs> don't even know. It Mass must. hysteria. Does it, it must. It, it, they does wouldn't it pack must. that much into April. It doesn't must. Let, let's be clear. Like it doesn't have to be that way. <laughs> <laughs> we hope it is, but it may not be. Like let's. You know, mm. Um. Anyway, <laughs> golf comes this fall. It'll be free. You don't have to pay for it. Like golf will just be included. Metroid but, Dread. Yeah, the, go ahead. No, I just I, I I'm one of those. I'm not gonna get this game. When I saw what? this, I'm like, this needs it's to be $40. included with my Switch. Is no, it forty dollars? It's sixty. And no, it's, it's a 60? full 60. It's forty. It's not. It's sixty dollars. I've already pre-ordered. I saw Donnie forty somewhere on, Best on Buy. retail. I've already really? pre-ordered it. I pre-ordered it for sixty dollars. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's sixty bucks. I, I used it. a twenty-five dollar coupon and I got it for thirty-five bucks. I saw forty. That's sixty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh. Right, Dev. What do you mean? Right, it's Wii Sports. It's awesome, and it's a pack-in. It's not a pack-in. It's really a pack-in. Oh my god, it's a pack-in. I would. I was gonna get it. Hold on, where did I see forty? Oh my god, she's like, wait a minute, sixty. I'm not buying. I'm not buying that. Yeah, it has a leg attachment for soccer. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's just that price point. I'm gonna yell at you guys. Want to bowl with me? Yeah, bowl with you for five bucks. You can you like, can visit yeah, me in California. We can go bowling. Sure. Yeah. Maybe they'll adjust the pre-order if you're right, Rebecca. But I don't I don't think so. 
Or at least that's not what it was at Best Buy. It could be digital, a stable. So dig, digitally, it's 40. Is it? Because you get it physically, you're getting the strap thing. Cool. Yeah, I'm fine. Still, I'm getting it physically. Elias anyway. said it perfectly. Imagine paying $60 mm -hmm. for a Wii game that came with the Wii on the Switch. That's exactly. what I felt like when I saw this game. And I, I just, I don't know. I'm not paying 60 bucks for this one. It looks fun. It's just, I don't know. I'm good. Johnny doesn't want I'm to sorry. play with people. He doesn't I do. <laughs> Wii Sports? I'll play with Sean. I know Sean will get it. Just me and yeah, Sean. You know I'm Sean's sure Sean, Sean has yeah. no He has I can't no believe you guys are doing this He's to me. He's pre-ordered all this stuff. I think it's good for family. You for don't sure. want to golf with yes. me? I'll golf, golf with you, Johnny. Thank you, Rebecca. Golf on Nobody wants to bolt me. You know what was funny during the show? Um, they did yeah. that. They did that Koizumi volleyball thing, right? You remember? Jack was sitting there because Jack had a birthday party to go to, so he all was right, like, "Yeah." Jack was like, "I need to watch this." Jack said, and he looked at me and he goes, "Are they seriously about to show us how to play Wii Sports?" <laughs> <laughs> it was like the most Nintendo comment from a Nintendo fan. <laughs> I was like, "Son, this is the company that you love. <laughs> Just get ready for years and years and years of this." But man, I can't believe. Let's go bowling, Donnie. We'll do it. Garrett. Forget them. Me, no, me, Garrett's on the Breaking West Coast now. Part. Me and Garrett are going to play something together. Stop. You guys can have your trash with we'll sports it. nonsense. Exactly. <laughs> we'll be playing Strikers or something. <laughs> Midnight. That's like 3 a.m. for you guys. Exactly. That <laughs> 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 face, Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> Metroid Dread got an update where they will have a one-hit Dread mode, which sounds like Nightmare Fuel, where you can play Metroid Dread, and if you <laughs> hit it one time, you die. I don't even want to meet the person that completes that. That, that just sounds awful. Um, additionally, you'll have a rookie mode where it's a little more forgiving. And then coming later, Metroid Dread will get a boss rush mode. Fun this fact, cool. this is the first time ever that Metroid gets DLC. Yeah. Well, yeah. So say, did Federation Force get DLC? No. I didn't think so. Because Blast did Ball get doesn't updates? count. No, like update, like update content. Right, yeah. No, mm, I think you're right. Cool. That's a good point. I know I'm right. That's cool. Are you excited? I will try the bo uh, the boss rush mode. I personally am under the belief that the rookie mode should have been part of the original game. Uh, the one-hit dread mode is really awesome for like the hardcores who want to do it. I won't even try it. I will definitely play with the boss rush mode because that's something that i wanted to do as soon as the yeah. uh, what do you think <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter nobody can because when i like finished the game i thought wow i had so much fun with all of the bosses that i wish i could play them again but i don't want to play through yeah. the whole game again just to fight the bosses again so this is right up my alley oh boss rush <laughs> mode is Guys, Jeff's, <laughs> Jeff's having technical difficulties. I don't know what's going on over there. In Switching in and out. Sunny I California. Guess it's because he didn't finish Metroid Dread or something I like that. I think the ninjas got him. He started talking the ninjas about eSports. And like, yeah. you see, like he's there and it's gone. Like It doesn't work. I don't know. Those hackers. Poor Dev. Poor Dev. Poor, poor Dev. Dev. <laughs> Excuse yes, me? poor Dev. What? I will he's stick just up out. Dev. Egregious. On all fronts. I can't believe this. He's turning my own people against me. I don't get enough of this with Elaine. Now you two come here and I have to deal with this too. Look at Welcome him. How can you not stick up for him? <sighs> what? I love you, Donnie. Right here. I love oh, you. Uh -huh. Exactly. I see how much big, big heart right here. 
Um, Earthbound and Earthbound Beginnings is, I think, out now on Nintendo Switch. Online. Can I talk about this, it Donnie? Is. Of course. I was going crazy today. You were. You know me, and you know me with Earthbound. And oh man, when Atoy was um, teasing it, he quote tweeted that there was going to be a direct, and he's like, "Oh, Let me pause like." You here. I'm sorry. Just can we can we boot people from <laughs> chat? Can I do to Elias? What I mean, you can. Can, you can time him out. I don't yes. know how to do that. Do you want me to time him you out? Can, I'll time yes. him out. Let's put I him in time timeout. Why, why are we? Why are we? Leave leave the poor man alone. This is a dictatorship. I'm scared. I know, right? See, you you wonder why they're sticking up because you're just over here, just egregiously abusing your power. There'd be none of the slander. Okay. Can I end? I don't think I can undo that. I don't know how. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Wow. Oh man. Oops. Oh my goodness. Anyway. Bye, Elias. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Earthbound. Justice for Elias. Uh, Earthbound, yeah. So Atoy yes. was quote tweeting that there was going to be a direct. And mm. he's the creator of Earthbound, by the way, for those who don't know. And um, man, he was like, it's, it's such a fine day for snow. And everyone's like, what? There's going to be something Earthbound. And then he's like, wow, I noticed that this tweet gained a lot of traction with the foreign audience. Like, why are they so interested in snow? And the Japanese speakers, like the translators are all like, no, no, like he, you know, it doesn't sound like he's teasing or anything. Like he sounds like genuinely just like he was talking about snow and everyone's going crazy. Then he tweets a picture of like three Earths with like the snow forecast going over Japan. And people are like, three earths like mother three confirmed and people are going nuts and um so naturally naturally everybody's got their hopes up but i this was like not the worst case scenario for me the worst case scenario was nothing earthbound at all the like crowd goes mild scenario was exactly what we got earthbound and earthbound beginnings on switch online Mm-hmm. Cool. And then, like, my best case scenario was they're doing something more. They're bringing it in a collection. They're localizing Mother 3. Literally anything more than what they did. But you know what? I can't be mad. Rebecca was in rare form this morning. Oh, I was form. going a little bit, like, off the rails. I was very concerned for you. You were in Discord <laughs> and then out. It was just, like, everywhere. Yeah. But yeah. there you go. I'm not proud. There's your earthbound. You know what? My earthbound. Yeah, People and are I, used to me flying to the sun of high expectations and crashing and burning, but they're not <laughs> used to you. I don't think people are ready to see that, to see that side of you. You're going to break everyone's I, hearts. There are very few gaming franchises that I get very animated and passionate about like that, and Earthbound is one of them. Cool. So when there was a tease, I got really excited. Yeah, of course. I, I probably I mean, will not. I'm not going to replay Earthbound Beginnings. I might, when I want to go replay Earthbound, I will play on Switch. Yeah, West 3DPS, which one do you play first? Earthbound, right? Don't don't play Earthbound Beginnings. Right. If yeah. you really love Earthbound <laughs> and you want to see where it came from, 
then go ahead and try beginnings. But start with Earthbound. And if that's the only one you played, that's okay. <coughs> yep. It's Sounds not good. like a sequel. It's it's more of like a remake. Like they, they did Mother 1. They said, okay, we're going to make another game, but we're going to make it so much better. And then they made Mother 2, and it was better. Yeah. Um, Mario Kart DLC got announced for Mario yeah. Kart Deluxe, and it is now has the booster course pass where you get eight courses per wave over six waves for 48 total courses coming to Mario Kart. The first wave will be out March 18th. It is $25, or if you subscribe to the Nintendo Switch Online expansion pass, you will just get it. So all of you that signed up for Animal Crossing, you're just getting a gargantuan amount. Like when they first showed it, I was like, you're getting eight mm -hmm. courses. That's awesome. Here's 15 bucks. And then they were like, eight, 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 eight. It's <laughs> like, holy It's shit. a lot of them. 48. That's double than what's on the Switch already. That could be a whole separate game. They could have yeah. just released Pretty a much. Mario Kart game. They could have called it like Mario Kart All-Stars. And just hear the 48. This is pretty That's much going to be is, Mario yeah. Stars All-Stars. <laughs> yeah. Or Mar Mario, whatever. Mario. The only thing I could ask for is some love for battle mode, which there was absolutely none. Uh, was I was none, a, little, yeah. a little bummed by that. But I mean, it's hard to be upset about this at all because the cost to, to play ratio is so great. And it's good. There's, there's already like, what, 45 million of us that have Mario Kart. And I absolutely think this will get all of us playing it all over again. I know, I mean. I was very excited for this news. This is absolutely my highlight of the entire show. It yeah. was amazing. And they yeah, said this I, would take us till the end of 2023, which yeah. is, mm -hmm. that's a good roadmap. That them. lines up for uh, what the future of Why? Nintendo and Mario Kart could be, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. About, right? I honestly feel like this is the best case scenario because I saw somebody post a side-by-side -side of the Coconut Mall of like what it looked like on Wii and what it looked like on what they showed on the switch and they're putting a lot of love into this. It looks oh, really yeah. good. So a mm -hmm. lot of these really old courses are going to feel basically brand new. So mm -hmm. I feel like they're, they're giving us content here. That's going to feel fresh for us. It's going to breathe new life into the game. They're going to sell 10 million more copies of this game. And I feel like then they can use all of their new ideas for whatever the next Mario Kart years down the road is going to be. Yeah. They're not, you know, not wasting or using. Well, not it everybody on... had all those games. I didn't have all those games, so a lot of these would well, be yeah, brand new yeah, courses to I. me. This will be new content for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Especially all these people that just got hopped on the Switch for the first time. I mean, my lord! <laughs> like I never expected this. Now I wouldn't. I'm. They haven't released a game in like ten years. <laughs> so like, I'm not surprised. Like they've got to do something, guys. So, um, but at the same time, like I just I never expected this amount of support. The price even, is there's really a lot good. of great support. I don't think yeah. anybody did right. Like even when you when mm -hmm. you've had those topics or questions come through or rum rumors, like, well, what if they just did DLC? Nobody's thinking 48 courses. No, maybe no. like what eight, sixteen, maybe yeah, sixteen maybe an extra in a battle racer. map. 48 insane it's for 25 dollars you got like what 12 of them for for the same price in on the yeah. Wii U, right yeah so um i'm happy to let everybody know now if they care that i am officially a nintendo switch online expansion pass subscriber yo nice wow. Me and the family group we jumped up today we took a vote and everybody voted yes um we could have all bought it individually for 25 bucks or we could all just jump up and 
I think it's like 10 bucks a year for all of us. And uh, because we already had so much saved, we didn't have to pay anything to like the upgrade was like, it was like 12 bucks to upgrade for the rest of the year. So it's no nice. big deal. Worth it. Mm-hmm. Good. Cool. Mm-hmm. We can go karting. Yay. Yeah, we can go karting. Have shack kart nights. As early as sure. March, March 18th, right? Yep. Very exciting. <clears throat> Xenoblade Chronicles 3 comes out September 22nd. This was their one more thing to close the show. Garrett? As appropriate. Oh, yeah. It was either going to be this or Fire Emblem. And I'm I'm glad it's Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Um, but this actually motivates me to play Xenoblade Chronicles 2 because they mentioned that they're kind of colliding the futures of 1 and 2 together in this third game. Um, but yeah, guys, it's it's... It looks like Xenoblade Chronicles. When I was looking through the game, I'm like, yeah, that's that's a sequel. And I think uh, me and Ryan over in the RPG Cave mentioned this about Monolith Soft. I wish they step off of the Xenoblade Chronicles route. It's getting a little... It, at this point, it's getting a little tiring. Um, especially seeing this third game, I'm feeling losing a little interest off of this. It looks... It, it really does look like a copy paste kind of thing. Maybe more characters. Maybe it looks a little better. Um, I'm actually excited to see the gameplay, see what's different. Um, it looks more like Xenoblade Chronicles 1 combat than 2. Um, so I'm, I'm definitely more excited about that. But I just, I want Monolith Soft to do something a little different than just Xenoblade Chronicles. Not, not just to say, I'm very excited for this game. Um, can't wait for September. That will be my 200 hour um project uh for the rest of the fall um nothing else matters and that's pretty much it are you donnie you're excited absolutely not i'm done i i I knew i was done so i played xenoblade on the wii and i loved it and that was like my rpg to tell all the people love rpgs i was like this is the one that i like i don't need your final fantasy because i xenoblade and I got Xenoblade Chronicles X on Wii U, and I played that for 60 hours. And I was like, this is great. I didn't finish hey. it because it's, it's too long, but I loved it. It had mechs. It was great. I played a lot of it. Then Xenoblade 2 comes out, and I played a yeah. little bit of it. And I was like, this isn't so great. And it's like, it doesn't look that good. <laughs> and, and then Xenoblade Definitive Edition comes out, and I was like, I used to love this game. And it's like, maybe I don't love it as much as I think I did. And, <laughs> it, you know, it's still 720, like 20 years later. And like this one, I do think it looks a little bit better, but I would. I think the animations yeah. and the cutscenes look great as they always do. Yeah. But when they show you the snippets of the gameplay, and there's a reason why there's like really a lot of quick cuts and they change the scene really fast, it doesn't <laughs> look like stellar. So, and as I said before, like I just don't have these sort of games in me anymore. Like I've realized it. I keep trying and trying, and I never finish them. And like I, I just I've given up. I'm not the type of gamer, and I can't do it anymore. So. This is where I depart. I won't be getting Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Goodbye, Donnie. Yep. I I know Rebecca's going to get it, right? It's my most anticipated <clears throat> game this year. That that sounds like it. <laughs> <laughs> most appropriate. Wow. Thank you, Rebecca. <clears throat> You're welcome. That's my contribution. Yeah. Dev? I don't even know what this game is. I'm not getting this nonsense. <laughs> No, here, look, I will tell you this. There is, you know what? You want to give uh, Donnie's take on this? Everybody should buy a copy of this game. You know why? Because in why? four years, you're going to be able to resell it for five times its value. That's they true. Do, they routinely sell these 
they, they do super limited runs of these physical copies. I just sold my copy of Torna for $125 on eBay last That's month. That's crazy. That game was 20 bucks. <laughs> like, like when it came out, it was a DLC expansion. Um, so yeah, like if you just want to play the market, absolutely pick up a copy. <laughs> well, no, get a special wow. edition and buy a digital copy. Because the special edition, if you have it inboxed and everything... Don't waste your money on the special edition. Nobody needs that. No, no, no. no. You're not wasting. I'm sorry. Not the digital version. Don't buy the digital version. Just You don't want to play it. Just buy buy it to resell. Just buy it to resell. It's insane how how much these games all rise in value. They all do. Like, every one of them is worth more than they were before. All these. Right. So. It's crazy. uh, Somebody edited my, my notes and moved two games up here. So why don't you take away Live Alive and Triangle Strategy? Yeah, those those are not just also shown. I'm sorry. Those those are awesome. Live Alive, yeah, I had never even heard of until I saw this. I was like, what is this? It looks awesome. Listen, I want to play is, it. This is actually a big deal, honestly. The 2D HD should have been yeah. in the highlights to begin with. That's why I moved it. I failed you. <laughs> <laughs> Garrett, I'm going to let you take it away because I don't know too much about it. I just know that it looked like a game that I would actually play. Yeah, awesome. no, I'll, I love the. I'll the take it over right to Ryan because Ryan actually knows it just, what this game is. Hang on, is is it just the two D HD stuff? Like, did you play? It's Octopath like eight and stuff? RPGs in one, and then it comes yeah. together so, like the storylines. Live Alive is uh, isn't it like a like a refreshment of a Japanese only RPG, yeah. like like yeah. Japanese exclusive? Yeah, yeah. I I don't know much more than that. It's HD two yeah. D and it looks great. Um, it looks there. You go. Awesome. I'm just asking Dev. Like- if he's so into the way that it looks, Listen, if he's played it, the other 2D HD mm, games. It no, follows seven distinct scenarios scattered across different time periods with two more unlockable scenarios linking the narratives together through the recurring antagonist. The gameplay is split between exploration with story-specific twists, turn-based combat, and played out on a grid. Prior to the remake, it was the game was exclusive to Japan, um, unique gameplay, narrative mechanics. It was considered a failure. It sold sold two th- uh, two hundred and seventy thousand units. Some people mm. say Live Alive is the indirect pre- predecessor to Chrono Trigger, mm-hmm. well, or at least kind of in that realm. When they first started flashing the screen, I thought maybe the Final Fantasy Pixel remasters were showing up, but then then they flashed. The, I was like, oh, that's not it. Yeah, but uh. Yeah, I like to see this... games localized after all that time. Oh, it's a cool really story, cool. and it does look great. I agree with you, Dev. The two D HD stuff is amazing. Like that stuff, it always looks great. So yeah, looks but if you're like... really into the style, you should play some of the old ones because Switch has had a few of those for years. I I would I would play Octopath Traveler and like I want to play Triangle Strategy. I just don't have the time. I don't have the time. There's fair. too many games. I yeah, just no, I'm with I you. too many games. I'm with you. So then, speaking of Triangle Strategy, we get a free demo. It's out now. You can play up till chapter three, and you can transfer that to the full game, which is what oh, you they know, did I'm with Octopath as well. Going to be full playing that um, right after I'm done with this game um, that I'm playing. This is the, this is the next one on my this list. This is the next one? Yeah, Triangle I'm Strategy. Very, for sure. very tempted. It looked awesome. Like That's the type of RPG that I actually would love to play. So yeah, but I'll try to convince you. possibility that I will be playing this because it looks, it looks awesome. We gotta Can get them to fire up right that now, switch somehow. 
It's always fired up. It's just not me playing. Better name for it. Like, can we just come up with something that's more appropriate than Triangle Strategy? No, this studio (laughs) apparently likes to put very weird names like Octopath and Triangle Strategy. So I'm sorry. They like to put Project in there to make sure, like, oh yeah, this is a silly name, but um, this is not going to be the real name, and then it ends up being the real name. I'm just kidding. It is. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. All right, yeah, so we right. get some questions. Kyle says, best moments, mediocre moments, overall thoughts. If you were at Nintendo, what would you have added to make it better? Um, I think it was a really good direct, actually. I think it was very surprising for most people. Almost mm-hmm. almost kind of weird. Um, it's a weird, diverse mix of games. You had, like, I feel like the directs have been dominated lately by by turn-based RPGs. And they definitely had those, but they had a lot of different stuff, too. You know, the 3D platformers, we had a bunch of different games, a bunch of different styles. Um, so I, overall, I think it was a strong direct. Um, I've, I was expecting it would be because Nintendo, I feel like, hasn't really been um, pumping out stuff lately. I'm not sure if it was COVID or whatnot, but the last couple of years, mm-hmm. I feel like I've been a little light. So I feel like they've been kind of backed up. So I was expecting them to come out and show some stuff. And I mean, they did. Yeah. The only I- thing that I felt was missing was Zelda. They didn't mention Zelda at all in any Simpson. My thing would have been Sports Story. I was kind of expecting Sports Story to get talked about. That's what I was looking for. I was hoping to hear something on Sports Story, but nope. Yeah. This um, was a very irregular direct for me because, like, I want like 80% 80 of these games. Nice. There's a lot of good stuff here. This is making me so hopeful for the rest of the year. Yeah. A lot lot of old and new RPGs, action, turn based. There is a lot of them in this. You talked about like that lineup from March, you know, through April. Like mm-hmm. I've got to get so many games. I'm getting Wii Sports. I'm getting Strikers. I'm going to get mm-hmm. Kirby. I'm going to advance Kirby. wars. Like I'm already planning. I got to make, you know, funds for Splatoon and Bayonetta. Like it's already a very strong year um, already without, you know, without knowing what we don't know kind of beyond that midsummer mark. Mm-hmm. Um, it's already a very strong year for Switch for me, anyways, compared to what we've seen in the past. The highlights for me are Splatoon 3, Chrono Cross, Mario Kart DLC. And I want and I really want to try strikers and I really want to try the Switch Sports. Yeah. It's a lot of highlights. <laughs> you just need like that's really good. That's a, again, I, that's a yeah, strong showing. I'll probably get Kirby and I will mess around with Earthbound on this on the Switch Online. <laughs> so she's just like keeps she's going. Like, yeah, she just reads just, everything. Just and the next one. And then I, I wish I could read the, the the highlights that you erased, but I can't. So nah, nobody needs to. Nobody needs to. No. Wow. <laughs> like you're good. <laughs> but yeah, Zelda if Zelda was the one last thing instead of Xenoblade, it would have been like an A plus for me. Like a nice. A minus. My highlight is A minus is good. Mario Kart. A, a, even A maybe. Mario Kart's absolutely my highlight of the show. Mario Kart was great. Yeah. Strikers was surprising to me. That was yeah. the one that really. Yeah, I wasn't took expecting me. that one. Yeah. Is it? Is oh, and Portal. Portal. That? You got rid of Portal. I'm gonna get Portal. Portal. Nice. Sounds good. Yeah, highlights for me were probably uh, just seeing more Project Triangle Story, Live Alive, and Strikers because yeah. it just makes me want NBA Street. 
Cool. Maybe if we buy it, they'll make more sports games like Sluggers. Ooh, that'd be a good one. Here you go, Rebecca. Brolin writes it. Now that the direct is over, I, I lo- you gotta love Nintendo faithful fans, man. Now that the direct <laughs> is over, what can we look forward to at the next one? What do you think this means for the announcements Nintendo will make around E3 and what the impact will be for holiday 2022? Now, I'm I scared. I want to say something because I'm not sure it's being said. Are we certain Nintendo's gonna hold their traditional time without E3 happening? Because I'm not. I think oh, they like could. traditional day, like well, that time, time frame. Even. Like I think because yeah. of the, like when they skipped E three last time, we didn't get that. Did we get a June direct that time? That same time? Didn't they move it for like the did. summer games? No, like because I I think that had less to do with not I, like I don't think that had to do with E three not existing, but more of like oh thank the God E three is not a thing because we don't have a lot to show. Okay, so I, I'm not saying I'm not saying that to 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 make evidence. I'm just, I'm not 100% convinced that June 10th, we're going to get it. You know, like I'm, I'm, right. I'm a little skeptical now. Like maybe that is July 15th, you know, maybe like maybe it moves somewhere. And I just don't know like what that future looks like. So I'm not saying that to discourage anybody from being excited. I'm, that's not one of the reason I'm saying it. I'm just bringing it up because I think people are, I think everybody is going, so what are they showing E3? And it's like, gotta remember that's not there. So they're probably going to attach their direct to another event. Like they're not just going to have a random direct on their own in the middle. I mean, they could. Yeah, I think think when people say E3, they're talking about either E3 or around that like May, June, July. I hope so. I hope so. Um, Obviously, they've got one big thing that they haven't talked about um, definitively, and that's Zelda. That's the question everybody wants to know. I don't think they know it yet, and I think that's why they haven't talked about it. I think they are. (laughs) I think they want that game to be this November. I don't think they know that it will be. And if it's not, I think they will release a Zelda port and they will push it. And I, as I always say, until I'm, you know, if you're a Zelda fan, this should not come as a surprise. When it comes to the Zelda, always expect delays. Always. They just always happen. They always have, like with every Zelda game that they've ever made. <laughs> so just I, that's why two years ago I was like, yeah, it's probably going to get pushed. And last year it's probably going to push. And I'll, I'll just continue to say it until it feels right. And uh, I'm, I'll wish for a different outcome, but that's the big one. That's the big one. Um, there were a lot of rumors uh, from a lot of different sources of games that are out there. Apparently, there are multiple Fire Emblems in the works. I would love a right. traditional Fire Emblem. That would be great. This Warriors Donkey game is Kong. made by them. Donkey Kong, right? So there, there are other mm-hmm. things that they can do and show. Um, so that's what I would be hopeful for. Yeah, I... I don't know what to expect next. Um, I I guess around E3, normally what they do is like they'll have like one or maybe two games that take us by surprise, and it's out in like two to three months. Oh, yeah. and I'm trying to find what kind of game that is. That if, could be Donkey Kong. If E3 um, was happening, I would yeah. expect like Sports Story and Silk Song to show up. Got but it. Without yeah. E3 happening, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So I don't like to predict this much, especially this far out in E3 in holiday. I'm just wondering when's the next time they're going to mention hardware and that's not going to be this year. And it, it sounds like it's not going to be most of next year. So um, I wouldn't yeah, bet on. I don't know. It could happen, but I don't think it's likely. Yeah. I think we're two years out. The OLED oh, people are out. mentioning Metroid Prime, guys. Oh, yeah. yeah. That remaster that everybody's been yeah. talking about forever. 
that very well could be the E3 type game that they release this fall. That they very could. Well could I believe be, yeah. it exists when it's in my hands. <laughs> oh, I believe it exists. It's somewhere in there. Okay. okay. Just like Wind Waker and Twilight Princess <laughs> HD. Well, okay. It's in there somewhere. All right. So to make me to make you feel a little bit better, if you listen to the show, listener. Remember, we heard the 2D Metroid remakes or the 2D Metroid game rumor for 18 months before it got shown. And everything yeah. like we did all the same thing, right? All the same sources, Jeff Grubb and everybody was like, there's a 2D Metroid game coming. Everybody's like, we'll see. Good job, guys. And then it was like it totally was. And all those same people are saying they're remaking Metroid Prime. And I believe them. They were right We've before. We've been talking about Metroid Prime Trilogy since 2018. We've been talking about the trilogy. Now, like Emily and Jeff and, and Nate, they've all, you know, recounted that it's just Metroid Prime now. And uh, yeah, I think it makes sense. I'm so Prime. done talking about Metroid Prime. Until I understand happens. that too. That I understand. Yeah. That I understand. Yidus deletus. <laughs> it's done. Deleted done moved on <laughs> um anybody else holiday 2022 donkey kong feels right like i i donkey feel kong donkey kong cool. in my loins like i felt I like golf last year like donkey kong feels so my feels friend brought up a donkey really kong. good point we have the mario movie coming out in december would they really want to put out a big like donkey kong game in the spotlight for their holiday title with a mario movie coming out like wouldn't they want mario to be in the spotlight i would that's hope, a good I point i would think so i i yeah. think that i think i that feel is like we're more point. likely to get a big mario game for the holiday than a big donkey kong game that'd be cool you know, I, nobody, now that you mentioned the movie yes i i kind of agree with you. Laughing at. i don't necessarily know that nintendo is like building their calendars around promote their movie though I think that well, that's especially to this consider. movie, though. Yeah, I think yeah that's it's really something... something to consider. They're marketing. Yeah, I think I mean, they've they got move their games around for that. They do have Mario rabbits too. Yeah. So they have got that's Mario true. will be around. People Mario will see Mario rabbits. Machine. When is that coming out? That's we didn't get a date. We didn't get a date. That's, that's that's Ubisoft. That was never going to be in the second direct. half at this point. Oh no, it's going to be in directs. It's just I want a. I don't know why I was thinking. Yeah. I thought that that was like first half this year. And I now, thought so too. I think it's next yeah. fall. <laughs> I, I think We're not going to get that game to like October. <laughs> no, I think it's going to be August, maybe September this year. Yeah. Cool. Sounds good. All right, this is an interesting... We've got to move, guys. Uh, this is a very interesting <laughs> question. TPR wrote a question to us. I don't know why he would give us this power. I feel like we need to discuss this first because we can either use this power to really hurt him or we can be nice. So TPR gives us this power and he says he made a list of predictions and for every one that he gets wrong, we get to pick an ingredient that he will put on a sandwich and a pizza. So, oh no! Splatoon three gets a release. Oh, wait, 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 hold on. First, he said because I don't think he knew that we were doing a collaborative show, so he posed the question to Shaq with a pizza and to PSVG with, with a sandwich. Sandwich. Yeah. So, do we want to? That's two. Do that's two things. Like, do you and do he's you got. and yeah, Deb want to do the hoagie, and then me and Garrett do the pizza? No, no we're going to do this all together. Okay. Wait, we're mixing the pizza and sandwich together. Yes, like, are we picking we're doing the same ingredient? Oh, yeah. that's awful. Are we going to do the same ingredient? I wasn't thinking that. Oh. I just thought that we would all select an ingredient. Just the hoagie <laughs> wrapped up in the pizza. Okay, so let's. Splatoon three gets release date. 
Oh, can I go? Can I can I do a topping? Yeah. Well, okay. let's, let's read. Let's okay, see how many okay, topics okay, are getting okay, first. Okay. Xenoblade Three is revealed. Correct. A yeah. new Fire oh. Emblem is revealed. That doesn't it's count. Tech- that doesn't count. count. No, it doesn't count. count. It doesn't count. Okay. It doesn't count. It's not a Fire Emblem no, game. It doesn't count. They're very serious about this. She's adding. It doesn't count. This. If it doesn't count for my Fantasy Critic League, it doesn't count for this. Oh, oh, Ooh, let's go to Fantasy Critic. The, and the, the it Critic doesn't League count. Let's see what exactly says on your fantasy credit. Everybody relax. Okay. <laughs> Everybody relax. Oh my god. Chat, chat, we need you to weigh in. It doesn't count. Does it it's count a or- Warriors game. It doesn't count for my fantasy critic league. They they called it chat, already. Yay or nay? No. All right, I'm looking. Is CPR in the in the fantasy league? No. Okay, well then we can't well, we can't just use the fantasy league of the rule. He's not in it. I'm seeing it doesn't I, count. Where does it count? It does. Oh no, TPR. It doesn't count. It's a, a new Fire Emblem game. Doesn't count. Well, see, I always, always argue that Hyrule Warriors was mm. a Zelda game, so I would it's be on the. It's not. But I think that it is. I'm going to Ryan Turford said it's not technically a Fire Emblem. Game. Exactly. Ryan right. Turford is a very smart individual. All right. So I'll take. I'll take Ryan's word. Two toppings. A new mother type game is shown. It's not new. That's three toppings. The next mainline Mario Kart is revealed. That's four nope. toppings. Why would you do this, TPR? Why would you do this to yourself? Four Advance Wars gets a release date. It did. Ding, ding, Breath ding. of the Wild 2 gets a release date. <laughs> <laughs> That's five <laughs> toppings that we get to put on a sandwich and a pizza. Now are we going to be nice to him about this? Like I'm going to pick toppings that I like. Can we do? All right, so let's build a really tasty pizza and a really awful sandwich. Ah, uh, okay. Nobody I wants already to know what topping mean. I want for the pizza. Nobody wants to be okay. Mean. Can I pick? My I don't want to be topic? too mean to him. It's just me. Okay. No, I'm with you, Donnie. I'm like, like you, you done messed up. Bro. He needs to learn a lesson, man. Like, yeah. You done messed up. All right, Shaq, you build the pizza. Dev, we'll build the sandwich. Absolutely. Really? Yep. Sure. So we get five each? Like me and no, Derek no. get five no, no. for the you pizza? Collectively five total. Topics. So what's on this pizza? Pineapple. Pineapple? That's a, that's a yes. strong... You have four yes. other toppings to pair with Jalapeno. Okay. 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 Wait, hey, you so go five, next five on the pizza, though? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. okay. So, so um, far, we have a pineapple and jalapeno pizza. Yeah. What are you going to put on that? I mean, we're already assuming that there's, like, cheese on it already, right? Yeah, yeah, there's no. cheese on there, yeah. Of course. <laughs> okay, I'm just, just, make just like, eat covering, a pizza with covering no cheese? my bases here. I, I'm just saying, because some people put, like, extra cheese. Like, listen. Wait, so what did, what did you say, Garrett? You said... How- Yes. I am gonna do It's a very obvious third third ingredient here. Now, What's the obvious third? third? Bacon. Oh, come on. I was gonna say yeah. bacon. I was gonna yeah. say bacon. Okay. Bacon or ham, yeah. For I sure. was gonna say bacon. All right, so we got pineapple, okay. jalapeno, and bacon. Banana peppers. Banana double down on the pepper. I double down on the peppers. It's gonna go through his Ooh. body. It's gonna be good though. Rebecca. In the last call. I like can't even think of another good ingredient for that. Mm. Carrot health. Anchovies. 
No, 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 no. That's not what I want to pick. I would go <laughs> ham Do more or meat. like parma- Parmesan cheese, maybe? A ham, probably. Pepperoncinis? Yeah. Yeah, ham's good. Ham's good. Ham. Right. Pepperoncinis is banana peppers, yeah. So that's like a good pizza, though. Yeah. That's no, a that's, very good You guys pizza. have done them a solid. So, yeah. TPR, you need a pizza with ham, bacon, pineapple, jalapeno, and banana peppers. Yes. It's pretty solid. That Dad? actually sounds good. I like that. Dev, let's ruin his lay. <laughs> My number one Let's pick, see. onions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what we're putting on it, but we're putting onions on it. <laughs> oh, it's already bad. Lots of onions. Can't be Lots of onions. onions. <laughs> All right, still some olives in there too. Olives and onions. Oh, I'm gonna put. So um, you gotta put. You gotta put mayonnaise on it. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> That's just wrong. I'm actually liking uh, this. That's wrong. What? Gonna, um, there's not going to be any meat. It's just going to be onions, <laughs> olives, and meat. Uh, let's throw some bell peppers in there. <laughs> olives. <laughs> like a whole in your pepper. meat. Your meat is bologna. So you need a bologna <laughs> sandwich with olives, onions, mayonnaise, and what? Bell peppers. Bell pepper. A bologna <laughs> sandwich with olives, onions, mayonnaise, and bell pepper. Let, let me tell you guys, a bologna sandwiches <laughs> were my favorite childhood sandwiches. No joke. I would eat oh, at I least two a, a day. Sandwich. A fried yeah. bologna sandwich. Fried cheese, bologna sandwich not, is great. not this. Mm-mm. Not this, no. Not this at all. I, and and TPR, when you're eating it and you're angry, remember, I could have picked Spam. You could have picked Spam. I did you a solid. I feel so bad. No. He has to go order this, and some poor like subway worker has to listen to this order and make this. For sure. It's like he did this, and TPR has to look him in the eye and say, "Yes, I'm serious." This is what happens when you give me and Donnie power. It's not going to end well. You can't do this. All right, um, we got to get through the news. So, really quickly, Microsoft has confirmed that Activision Blizzard will continue to publish games on PlayStation and Nintendo platforms beyond existing marketing agreements. So they said, they said Activision Blizzard, not just Call of Duty. Like I don't know. I think the blog said Activision Blizzard. Yeah. Mm. No, they did. They mentioned Call of Duty specifically, but in the blog, it was very. It was like our recent purchase of Activision Blizzard has made people consider exclusivity, and we're telling you that we're going to keep publishing these games. So yeah, yeah. They mean they they don't mean everything, but they definitely mean some of these games, and definitely Call of Duty. Definitely, if they did specifically call it Call of yeah, Duty. Yeah, that's all I saw called that was Call, call of Duty. Duty for everybody. Be excited. Like Woo-hoo. I said, get it in Game Pass, so could care less. If you want to buy it, that's your that's your problem. <laughs> I can't, there you go. <laughs> can't stop you there. That's your, I can't help you. Uh, Wolf Among Us 2 got a trailer. You got to I see, see the Scarecrow. Oh, my God. And, oh, um, so good. And the, uh, uh, what's the, the robot from Wizard of Oz? It's, it's the Wizard of Oz. It's the right. Wizard of Oz. It's a tin man. Tin man. Yeah, I was oh, going to say Tin Man. Yeah, the Tin Man. Yeah. I need to see this. Oh, it looks great. Oh, it's good. It looks great. It's yeah. good. Yeah, it looks great. Um, Ubisoft, apparently, according to Bloomberg, is releasing um, uh, an expansion that was planned for Assassin's Creed Valhalla as a standalone game featuring Basim. It'll be a smaller scope, stealth-based game sometime uh, late this year or maybe next year. We've seen this before. Oh, my goodness. Assassin's Creed Revelations. Rogue. Rogue. Liberation. Yeah. yeah. They love yeah, to was, do this. Yeah. And it's interesting that they, that'll be a smaller scope game. It'll be mainly a stealth. Like, is it going to be a linear based game and not an open, like, not an open game? That's, that's what it's sounding like. Yeah. It seems like it's going that back to their roots a little bit. So much better to me. 
Right. I, would I mean, I'm going to play linear assassins. I'm going to play them both, but I mean, I you know, I love Valhalla, so I don't think it sounds better. But Basim's a great character, and it's supposed to be set in Baghdad, the Grand Library, yep. and everything. So there's a lot of lore and stuff here. And if you guys haven't played Valhalla, I mean, there's a lot to it. So that's exciting. Yeah. It's exciting. Um, Platinum spoke. They did an interview with IGN, um, was translated, where they talked about a lot of things. Um, the first being that they would like to have a live service game. They would like to make a game that people continue to play and they don't just play and beat like Bayonetta and that they are interested in resurrecting Scalebound. As um, Camilla said, Phil, let's do it together. What do you guys think about that? Do you think they're probably... <laughs> I, I, I looked at that and I read, oh boy, they're looking for funding. <laughs> That's exactly how I read that. <laughs> I bet Phil's like, absolutely not. <laughs> I, I think what they saw about live service and now they mention it, they're like, Oh my gosh, Scalebound, that game that we worked on for like ever. That could yeah. be a good live service game. And well, because they're still doing like these weird projects. We're supposed to get another superhero game from them. Um, they did their wonderful oh, really? one yeah. remaster. Mm-hmm. Right. They've got Bayonetta 3. They have Babylon's um, Fall, which is no one's call. heard of. Oh yep. my gosh. Yep. I, I can yeah. That comes out weird. what later this month or next month? Babylon's Fall? Yeah. Yeah, it's really close and no one's talking about it at yeah. all. I, I'm here for Scalebound. That was a game that I actually wanted to see come to fruition. Same. So. And I thought it looked really cool. But uh, if it I mean, happens, I, I'll be happy. I think It'll they've just worked on it for a long time, and they would like to just return some revenue from their work. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think Platinum's more like ripe for acquisition. Um, all right. Steam Deck previews went out. All the tech bloggers, Linus and Fox and everybody got them. They're taking them apart. They're ripping them apart. They're doing benchmarks. They're sharing all of it. Linus, quote, the most innovative gaming PC in 20 years. Nothing, no excitement, it's just me. Okay. I mean, I just want to say, no I didn't look at any of the tech stuff. I saw the size comparisons. That thing is chunky. It oh, is a big beefy. piece of tech. Oh, yeah. It's a beast. It's all big. of it. Give it to me. Give it to me. Baby got back. I want all of it. I'm so excited. I cannot <laughs> wait to get it. Uh, Epic said that there will be no Fortnite on the Steam Deck. It makes no sense. One. Yeah, surprising right. no one. Yeah. Jump Force has been permanently delisted. If you cared about it, make sure you pick up a physical copy. GTA 5 had moved another 5 million copies this quarter, bringing it to wow. 160 million copies <laughs> lifetime. GTA Trilogy, the definitive edition, moved 10 million copies. Jesus. So even for that rough, rocky launch, 10 million people showed up. And Red Dead Redemption 2 sold 43 million copies. I think it said, I think if I remember correctly, it outsold the Nintendo version of Tetris. Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah, that's the correct response, Def. I (laughs) think that was Yeah, very. Wow. Um, That's a lot of copies. PlayStation released a new firmware update for insiders. Dev is on the insiders. Are you having fun pinning your games? I, I haven't I came home from work and sat here, so I haven't touched no. it yet. Okay. Is it more stable? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Of course, because you know stable. there's always stability added stability to every stability. They do. Yeah. yeah. And then on our last news story before we get into a couple of questions, Hideo Kojima launched a podcast in Japan called Hideo Kojima's Radioverse. It's exclusive to Amazon Audio, where he will host a variety of guests where they speak about topics related to games and movies. That quote cannot be heard anywhere else. It's in Japanese. You can't listen to it. So. The hell is Amazon okay. Audio? Yeah, that's good. 
Yeah. And no one knows about that. <laughs> it's that. That's a thing. Yeah, we published there. Or at least I submitted our feeds there. I don't think anybody listens, never but we published there. Yeah, it's a thing. They tried. There's a thing called Amazon Music. Is that, that the I same have. thing? I think that's the thing, yeah. They're, they're, they have the music together, and they're, you know? they're adding podcasts to it and stuff. They sent us emails about it like a year ago. Yeah, I like Amazon Music because it has HD. It has really good, high-quality audio. So. Oh, nice. But I didn't yeah. know they had podcasts on there. You know those tech companies? They'll have that podcast music and Oh, yeah. Once together. somebody makes money on something, everybody else just does the same thing. <laughs> yeah, it does. It's just, you see it everywhere. That's why everybody's scared of this game streaming. <laughs> like Amazon and right. did it, and they was like, oh, shit, we got to start buying some people. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, Dev, that's it. So why don't you take it away for some questions? All right. Let's get into a couple of questions. So we got Drew. He says, as Donnie said, this consolidation is the new normal. So who's next? If you guys had it your way, how would you divide up the rest of the gaming market? I love that Shaq is here for this question. Hmm. This is my friend Drew, and uh, he asked me this last week, and I was like, oh, this is a really good question. And I, I didn't expect you guys to be here, so I'm glad you're here. Um, I mean, do you, do you care? I'll start. Does anybody care? I, I don't have anything. That's a big question. Oh my! I goodness. don't. I I. I don't have a plan. I don't have nothing to do with dividing up the rest of the gaming market. That would not be my choice. <laughs> I don't. Well, that can no. be your answer. Who's that's taking Undertale? Effort. Okay, Rebecca. Who's taking Undertale? No, that's an independent like Toby Fox. You so where, can't acquire where, where Toby Fox. Why People not? Can't. Toby million everything's up for money. Slayer. You come with the right amount. Everybody can be sold, baby. Come on. All right, Xbox um, Game Pass exclusive. I think, <laughs> I think. All right, let, let's let's try to establish some some ground rules. Are okay. we assuming that whoever we'd assign somewhere, they can still publish freely to PC? Yes, like seems when like PC everybody's publishing to sure. PC. And then if sure. they have the right space. projects, they can still publish freely to Nintendo. No, like the right games can go. Like if no. if I Not assign Square somewhere. Their 2D HD things can still go to Switch, right? If no. it's if Microsoft no. acquires it, yes. If Sony acquires it, no. Ooh, that makes this well, one gonna hurt, the guys. That's ex- that's, that's no. the reverse of what it should be. No, this is Microsoft. This, yeah, this is gonna that's hurt. Wait, then. isn't that what I said? Yeah, yeah. No, I think you're right. That's right correct. Yeah, uh, I think this is gonna hurt then because I think Square fits right at home with PlayStation. Yeah, buddy. It does. Come on. Yeah. Come on I think home. if they were to ever go anywhere, I think they fit right at home with PlayStation. And as much as I hate to say it, because I would hate to see it, I think Capcom probably does too. And Konami. Um, and Konami. Um, I would not like to see Take-Two or EA come under the branch of Microsoft. I do think EA fits right in with what Microsoft's doing, but I would rather see them converge. I would love to see a Take-Two EA merger where they could share teams and resources because they have powerful brands that I want to continue to see being released everywhere. So instead of them being obtained, let them merge and become like their own third party superpower. So I'll give PlayStation, Sony, and Capcom. I'll give Microsoft Sega, which I think would be really hard to pull off. But I think if they are ever to get a foothold in Japan, I think it will be with Sega. They have a really close mm-hmm. relationship. For 20 years, they've worked together. I don't know how they'll do it. I don't think they would acquire them. Again, I've always said so I, th- I think it would be like some sort of strategic partnership. Like maybe Definitely. they would. Yeah. yeah. 
I think they maybe would do something like a long-term, like kind of how Nintendo does with a lot of their partners, where they establish like a 35% stake of Sega or something, where they become embedded together, like the Pokemon company, like their Mm -hmm. mobile developer that the Nintendo does. So I, I would think something like that. But Xbox and Sega, and then... Mario Studios, CD Projekt Red. That's a big CD one. CD Projekt Red makes a lot of yeah. sense with, with Xbox. And just for giggles, I'll throw Techland in there too. The Tech Nintendo Land, yeah. side of it is really interesting because obviously I don't think they're wanting to buy anybody, but I think they should. And I will offer up Platinum Games and I will also offer up Panic Button. I think Nintendo should acquire Panic Button and turn them into their blue point where they offer cool. Panic Button to other publishers as a means of getting support like hey we'll port your game we'll share costs and the revenue we'll do all the work we have a great studio that does it you just give it to us we'll do all the work and we'll publish the game and we'll share cost what about Mm. bandai namco i think bandai bandai coming folding under nintendo wouldn't surprise me bandai folding under playstation wouldn't surprise me but they're really big and they have a lot of partners they partner with a lot of different companies so I would leave them alone, personally. But I think they could be had, yeah. Who else? THQ Nordic. Are they by themselves? No. (laughs) (laughs) We'll give you money to stay doing what you're doing. (laughs) Okay, so there's another... Ubisoft? um, Ubisoft is a good one. That'd be one I hate to see go exclusive. But if, you know what, like with what they just did with Activision, I could absolutely see microsoft's going ubisoft i can see microsoft we want to make you a part of game like yeah that makes a lot of sense like if they were to be available like if there was another 70 billion dollar bid somewhere it'd be at microsoft what about devolver digital no i would hate to see them go under another label personally of course you would but this is part of the game who would they go to (laughs) nintendo would be kind of crazy Xbox would be the only people that was Xbox Valve, but Xbox would be the only people that would let Devolver be Devolver. I think that's true. PlayStation wouldn't let Devolver be Devolver. There's no way in hell we get that plate that Devolver showcase. Are you serious? As polished as PlayStation is all the time, you think they're gonna let them like beat up chickens and shit? You gotta have you gotta have a redheaded stepchild in the back that you just kind of like. Yeah, we don't really claim them. Like that's family, but we don't really we don't really claim them, all right? You put the Sony logo way in the bottom. XBS, so you're not wrong. The reason that Ubisoft always gets brought up for acquisitions because they have extremely powerful brands and they have a machine for developers. But here's the interesting: they don't make as much revenue as you might think they do compared to Activision, Blizzard, Take Two. Like they're far behind those. So I think that's why they're always like Vivendi wanted to take them over. Like they've always been kind of fighting that off. And the reason that they always comes up is I think there's, I think if you're a corporate player, I think you look at Ubisoft and you go, there's money to be had there. I think EA actually would make a really strong like push. You could just bring Ubisoft into EA. The EA Ubi 2K merger. Let's just. It would only right scare there. me because I would hate for like them to miss. And then EA starts shutting down studios. Like, just, <laughs> I'm like, oh. You know, Ubisoft's too good let's, for that. Let's throw in Focus Entertainment. They actually Ooh. been struggling a little bit. Ooh. They have Vampire. They have a Plague exactly. Tale. Oh. I don't know. 
They can disappear. They can. Okay, they can fine. Just go ahead and never mind then. I was trying to goodbye. put in something. Where's um, you? Where's Where's WB going? Where, where, I was just about to say going? WB would be the next one. I don't think they're for sale. I think they wanted to be for sale, and I don't think the price was what they wanted it to be. I, I think, think they're going to piecemeal their IPs, right? Like that's well, that's the thing is they want to sell the studios, but they don't want to sell the IP. That's the problem. Oh, like games you could get Mortal Kombat, yeah. maybe. Like you could get Nether Realm, and Mortal Kombat would come with it, but you can't get Batman. Like the gaming rights to Batman are so. <laughs> it's probably big. Yeah, <laughs> that's worth so much money. Like you can't. Yeah. So. And they don't own the gaming rights to Lord of the Rings, as we saw, which is our up for which are up for sale. So, I don't know about WB. Obi Wan K says it. Nihon, Nihon Falcom. Where do they go, guys? Come where on. Are they? Where do they? <laughs> They're in Japan. Yeah. Never heard of them. They would go to they don't exist. Yeah. I think it's pretty good. We did a pretty decent job. I don't think we missed any major players, right? Can we sell the Pokemon company to anybody else? Ooh. Pull a rare? A valve. <laughs> yeah. Let's just Somebody have Valve have it. That'd be great. It'd be Apple. It'd be Apple. Oh, gosh. No, please. No, 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 no. If, no. If, if you were going to sell somebody, but it would be to no. Apple or Disney. No. Apple or Disney. No. I hope he I says it, Disney. I take it back. Apple I or Google. Not go. We somehow stop. made that worse. <laughs> no, let's just let's sell them to Konami. And Konami like, can turn it all into how Pachinko much stuff. money would Pokemon be worth to Apple? I think would Tencent an would insane oh. amount of money for it. Would do it. All I think money. Tencent would do it. Tencent for sure. A thousand percent. Stop. You guys the are difference between, it worse. in my opinion, the difference between Apple <laughs> and Amazon and Disney. In the situation is that Apple has a, a, a fleet of devices that they service. Like if you're Apple and you're like, oh my god, we're gonna put a Pokemon game on every iPhone, we're gonna no, make so much damn money. Yeah, pay <laughs> like five ninety nine so for money. some Pokeballs. Yeah, and that's yeah. why they. Oh. That's why. That's why they would be the highest bidder. Pokemon Red exclusive to Apple Arcade. Are you kidding me? They Apple, would die. The new home of Pokemon. They would die for the opportunity. Apple, I, I would Wish emulate I everything from then on. Yeah, I would just literally. emulate every Pokemon. Better keep Same. all those carts you have. They're about to go up and value. <laughs> you asked i'm sorry <laughs> you asked <laughs> but yeah yeah i think square square and konami in particular capcom is an interesting one because they have a lot of brands i think they're really good on their own you know yeah. resident evil monster hunter like whereas square street yeah street fighter like they're they're really solid square is too i mean square is fine I think Square just, I don't know, for whatever reason, every time I think Square, I just associate it directly with Sony. They've been hit or miss with a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Avalanche. I'll throw Avalanche Xbox's way too. I've been thinking that since since they bought Bethesda, I was like, they're probably going to bring in Avalanche. They're making that, um, that, um, oh God, what's it called? Remember the project name? They're making that, um, that heist game for them. Nothing. Still no clue. No. Nothing. Contraband. Contraband. Oh, okay. Well, the Tomb Raider people, they're, they're part of Square Enix, but I can see them yeah. going to Microsoft. Yeah. That's been a hot rumor for a while since they started working yeah. on Perfect Dark. So maybe that's Microsoft true. would look to bring in Crystal Dynamics. Crystal Ooh. Dynamics, that's it. Oh um, Avalanche made, um, what's that Bethesda game? I know that didn't help. Oh, anybody. Rage. Rage. <laughs> Rage, Rage 2. Avalanche mm-hmm. made Rage 2 for Bethesda. That was fun. 
So since they brought on Bethesda, and they, I think they've done a lot of support work for Bethesda, like once they bought Bethesda, I was always thinking that Avalanche would make sense. Mm-hmm. So, but Project CD Red probably makes the most sense. I definitely could see that happening. That would be a big, big move too. That costs a lot of money. Yeah. All right. But well, we did we it. Go. Gaming landscape divided up into neat little piles. There you go, Rebecca. We did it. We did it. And so here's the thing. If all of here's the thing. If all of that happened, like nothing's really changed. <laughs> like if well, for especially you, because you own everything and you but just got a game pass. For, for Rebecca and Garrett, stink. you too. That's, like not not everything. Not much has changed. What would have changed just, for everything that we just said? What would what would realistically change for you? If I wanted to play any Square Enix games, I wouldn't be able to play them where, like, on the Switch. See, I still think that Sony would still put some Square Enix games that made sense on Switch on Switch. Just Maybe. like they do with Destiny. You hope like, they we do. just saw they do with Destiny. Yeah. They're setting up PC PC market. Like, I think, I they think Sony is seriously about to become just like, we're going to put Sony on everything. Like, they're, just they're just doing gonna, what Xbox did a year ago. Like, yeah, they're just following just gonna the same buy path. Some stuff and let's just put Sony. You're going to see the Sony logo on every console. This is what I've been saying for two years. <laughs> like, all those console arguments that we had, it's like they're doing the same thing. They're just doing the same thing. That's all tablet. That's why I, I think they, that's why I think they would put, they would still put Monster Hunter on Switch. If anything, if Sony had it, Sony would be like, you're putting the Final Fantasy remaster on Switch. <laughs> you're putting the Pixel that? remasters yeah, on Switch. Like, like I could like see now. Jim Ryan looking at Square, like, the hell are you doing? <laughs> How many things I can you put on I also worry Switch? that this, this is going to expedite games costing more in the next few years. Could. I think the streaming. I don't like that aspect of it. I think the subscription push is a way to stop that from happening or to lessen it. Mm-hmm. Right. That's why everything's going subscription. I don't want that either. I like ownership of my games. And you will still have that option, but in the future, it might cost you more. I mean, eh, they already caught. They, they've gone to seventy now. Back in the day, I paid a hundred dollars for like ninety dollars. Like, yeah. You get the collector's it's, editions yeah. and all those things, and they haven't gone I up in a long that. time, and they just cost a I lot to make. The yeah. fewer companies, the more they get to have their way. Or you they know, disappear. That's interesting. Don't sell. Because I, every time we talk about this in the Discord, I always bring this up. I, I find the, the, the adverseness to consolidation striking because like, the games industry has been way more consolidated like almost every point in time to this point. Like it was way more consolidated in 1990, and 95, and 99, and 2005, and 2015 yeah. than it is now. So like now we get to the point where the people are consolidating, and there's almost like this, oh my god, we can't let this happen. And it's like yeah, there probably, do you not probably remember happen, what it was though. like. Like I feel like the the past decade of gaming has been the most consumer friendly in gaming. We've lost a lot of studios. We've lost yeah, a lot of I was projects. Say, like there's so many more games being put out and not enough people buying all of those games. So you have these studios that put out this ambitious game. Nobody buys it. That studio no longer exists. It's either consolidate or go bye-bye. And anime gaming lifting says Yacht Club games to Nintendo. Good call. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Also Thunderful that. that way too. Image and form. No, yeah, Thunderful is good for sure. But I get you, Rebecca. I mean, it's, it's always a good point. But I think there's solid counterpoints as well. 
I don't know. I just think good luck ever seeing another Crash game. Good luck ever seeing another Spyro game. Oh, Microsoft's definitely going to do that. But you're more likely to see that when all of these studios are under that consolidation because now they can put those games out because they're able to offset that cost with Game Pass. Like you, yeah, Xbox you have definitely going to do a backing Crash game. to be able to take those chances. So many studios are so risk adverse. Is why we keep getting the same game over and over and over again because when they do put out something that is not for the masses. Nobody buys it, and that studio takes a huge hit, and then either becomes acquired or they disappear. They're making one hundred million dollar bets. If you make a game that takes four years, and you've got a company of a hundred people to make it, and you have the marketing budget. You're talking fifty million dollars, a hundred million dollars that went into making this one project. If you don't make it back, everybody gets fired, and you got to go find jobs somewhere else. Unless Wait. you've got somebody to bankroll you to give you multiple cracks at the bat. I hope they do. Well, that's 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 the whole thing. Cons- that's the whole point of like that's, that's like, consolidation. Like, yeah. yeah, like Sony Bend, right? They made Days Gone. It actually sold pretty well, but didn't meet up to their expectations. They didn't all get fired. You get another shot at it. If that was EA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. If it was Activision, well, actually, the best example is actually is Activision. You look at Activision, you think of the people that made Crash and Spyro and all those games that didn't make. Make the people that made Tony Hawk and stuff. What do they do now? They all make they Call, all of Duty. Call of Duty. Every they took every one. studio they have and they put them in Call of Duty because Call of Duty prints money. So the hope is that with Microsoft acquiring them, maybe they reverse some of that. Yeah, but they may not. Microsoft, you might be one hundred percent right. Like, they may not. <laughs> but mm-hmm. can that's we the hope. give way forward to Nintendo? Yes, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I feel like I we should have all picked up that one one hundred percent. I don't know who that is. So I how dare Shantae. you, Shantae. Shantae. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> Never this mind mother, then. I swear to you. <laughs> they're making the Advance Wars game that you saw in the direct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I saw and completely forgot it right away. Didn't River they City also Girls? With, um, the River Zelda City Girls? Cadence of Hyrule? Yes. Yes, they did. You're not yeah. helping me at all. You're Give the Metroid. Worse. Let them make a Metroid game. Yeah, I think awesome. we said that. We said that one time. Be amazing. Yeah, see, Deb, you don't know. You don't no, know. I don't I, know. I don't like any of this. It doesn't. What? Deb, you would For love Shantae. It's a Metroid. No. no. Okay. Look, I want a Metroidvania that is yeah, much more specific. dark and violent. I don't want the colorful you have those Shant- games. Shantae. Yeah, exactly. But I'm not going to play Shantae. Like that's. You didn't even know what Shantae was thirty game. seconds no, no. ago. How do you? know I did it know have- about it. I did know about it. I just gave you the who because I don't. I just. No, XBS says Mercury Steam. <laughs> I would have agreed until all that stuff came out about Mercury Steam, but I mean, it's still probably a worthy investment. They made a great game. Solid 2D Metroid Steam. I don't think you need to acquire a Mercury Steam. I don't think they're. Maybe you do, but I mean, I don't think so. They would need more. Mm, they would know. need to put out more games before you'd start being worried about other people trying to snap them up, I think. It's not like level five where like, you needed to acquire them. <laughs> Because somebody else would have. Right. Grezzo. Good call. Yeah. I thought they did. They never did. Okay. No. Anyway, that's a, too much time on this on this question. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's uh, move on. Um, I think we have time for one last question. And let's see. This is gonna be a nice one from the Winter Gamer. He says, "What games are you fond of because of something in your life that happened?" 
So like something that took a game that you play that just brings back or takes you back to a certain point in time, something that's just very like a fond memory because of a game or a tough time that you got through because of a game. Nothing. Bueller? I'm thinking. <laughs> I think we've already kind of answered this last week. We had a similar question. Um, but I'm thinking of like uh, games that I play like summers with friends. And that would be like real time strategy games like Age of Empires and Rise of Nations. Big land parties. And then I remember just playing with a couple of my friends like for four or five hours. And then go out in the pool for four or five hours and come back in. I also played Super Smash Brothers Melee like that as well. Just like playing with others. I think games that you play with others has a lot of memory. Uh, good memories to it, for sure. Yeah, I agree. My answer would be um, a few answers. Played Mario Golf on 64 with my golf team for years. We always played it. We had a blast. Mario Kart, same way. I've talked about the battle mode we used to always do. Um, the Switch launch. It's pretty seminal point with me and my kids. We played everything together. Played Shovel Knight and Breath of the Wild and all that. Same for the Wii U. The Wii U, my daughter was like super into games at that point in time. And I always remember getting the system and, you know, coming home and hooking up. We played Just Dance together and karaoke games and uh, Nintendo Land and all that. And she still remembers. I told you guys the story about when um, they released Mario 3D World. And she remembered playing Mario 3D World with me, and we sat down together years later and played Mario 3D World together again. And she remembered all the courses and stuff because she played the game so much when she was younger in the Wii U release. So I agree with you. It's always playing with, with, with folks. So for me, a lot of that's been sharing some of that with my kids while I still could. I think a lot of people can say a similar thing about Animal Crossing New Horizons. Those first couple of weeks of the pandemic uh, was especially kind of tough for me because my birthday was a week after that game came out. And that was right, you know, that first week or two of lockdown. And I wasn't going to get to see anybody. I was going to be alone on my birthday. But I ended up throwing a birthday party in Animal Crossing. And it was one of the most memorable birthdays I've had because of how special it felt, um, especially on a birthday when I thought that I was going to be alone. So that was a very fun memory for me. Nice. Yeah, it was a cultural phenomenon, that game. I think for me, it's very different. Um, growing up when I did, there wasn't the playing with people. Like it just, you played games mm -hmm. by yourself. They weren't as social. You played games and then you talked about them like on the playground. So like for me, the playing with people just doesn't resonate at all. Um, but the game that probably is the, I'm like this, the most fond of or reminds me of anything is Legend of Zelda Link to the Past. And it's because... <sighs> of what I was going through in my life in that time. It was when my parents got divorced, my dad was doing drugs and stuff, and we ended up moving to Cleveland. And that was the game I asked for for my birthday and I got it. And I just dove headfirst into that game and just pretty much played it nonstop. And it's kind of what pulled me through, like me and my sister played. I had I met a really good friend in Cleveland and we played and we had the guide and we were trying to find all the stuff. And it was just like the, the game that got me through like that really, really weird, awkward time period. So, yeah, for me, it, it's more for me, games always link back to like a certain something that was going on less than like playing with friends or something like that. It's never been that type of thing. There were no land parties because just it didn't happen for me that way all of my games have been way less social more like single player by myself and then we all talk about it on the playground 
So that's still kind of social in a way, though. Yeah. 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 Sharing that experience, even if you're not playing together, is a very social thing. That's why I get into, um, hate to beat the dead horse again, but like those big games, like Breath of the Wild was very, it was a sharing experience, just learning from everybody and trying to take in all this information that you were there for. It's why it's very exciting to be there at like launch. Like Dying Light, even. I'm finding all this stuff. There's these hidden weapons, and somebody's got a bicycle, and you see all these things that you can do in the game, and it's like, you know, it's a very social thing, even if, you know, even if you're playing by yourself. Cool. Well, I think that's going to do it for us. It's been, what, two hours now? Yeah. It's been a great little mashup. Nintendo Shack got to come talk there direct. I got to enjoy some Nintendo talk, which doesn't happen too often, and I'm always happy to be able to pod with Rebecca and Garrett. So thank you guys for joining us. We appreciate you being here. And uh, yeah, you you muted me and kicked me off the stream. So no. you deserved it. You earned that. You did that. <laughs> I didn't do that. You I did feel that. like everybody else said no. I didn't. Like if you, you did look that. at the chat. You did this. Rebecca and Garrett said like, why you do that? Why you do that, Donnie? Gosh, you're so angry. I don't. Know. How can you blame me for internet issues in <laughs> Bakersfield? How could I possibly be? First of all, how could I possibly be involved in that? <laughs> Anyways, be feel or feel free to go follow us all on Twitter. I believe it's what. What is what is your Twitter handle up for Shack? Shack life at Shack life. Shack life at Shack life at PSVG. Don't shake your head, Donnie. I've only been doing this for like seven years, Dev. I have never had to mention at Shack life, sir. How dare you? What a great handle. <laughs> I was so proud of that when I figured that out. It's like, we're just going to call it Shack Life. Yeah, it's very cute. Very cute. So, yeah, follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Twitch. All of that good stuff. And until next time, play some video games. <laughs>